0: You are listening to the Lightforge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success, with your co-hosts ADWCTA and Merps. Welcome to the Lightforge Podcast. This is Adwitem. This is
1: Merps. Hope you guys enjoyed your Super Bowl, enjoyed your whatever. It's Valentine's Day, the night of, which means we are with each other talking about arena. Truly The worst way to spend the night Uh, but this is the way that we spend it and we finally have something to talk about for the arena so you guys don't have to hear about me just talk about bgs in a way that i'm probably way underqualified to talk (laughs) about so look we have the mini set coming up we will have arena changes if you were like whoa murps there hasn't been any changes for the longest time that's because tn aka the button left and blizzard hasn't been able to change anything or maybe they have been able to change something but they looked at it and they're like tn was the only person to understand it so we are not going to touch a thing it is like a time bomb right right there it's like if we touch it it might go bad and we don't know exactly Mm -hmm. how everything works so they haven't touched
0: it but And and they're not going to touch it. They're not going to touch it, yeah. This is a rotation that's about to happen. Uh, Tomorrow, actually. This is Monday night when we're recording this. Yes. And as of Tuesday at some point, all the cards are going to be in. So you get a new mini set and you get a rotation. And it's a big rotation. Arena will not be the same. Do you have the exact sets for the rotation? I don't have it in front of me. When it rotates tomorrow, we will have
1: core obviously. Uh, uh, FAV, Fractured in Alterac Valley. Uh, Mm -hmm. We will have the set that we're about to talk about, Anixia's Lair, the mini set. set. Mm -hmm. And then we will have One Night in Karazhan, Blackrock Mountain, (laughs) Mountain. Journey to Un'Goro, Mean Streets of Gadgetzan, and of course, Descent of Dragons. You can't have a dragon-themed mini set and not bring back the dragon set so that's what they're going with and then black rock mountain was also a tiny bit dragon focused. this was when like having two cards in a you know very small little blip of an expansion uh was like oh they're tossing in some dragon synergies And, and as we can see uh it it really shows its age but that's a rotation we can talk a little bit about what that means but i think a lot of people are most excited to figure out oh what cards are entering uh yeah and if you're uh, thinking is the meta going to be significantly different that depends on what you were annoyed at before if you're annoyed at snowfall guardian i'm sorry if you were annoyed at wild paul i'm sorry those <laughs> those cards will be fine uh yeah uh those cards are still going to terrorize you a little bit so just just know that
0: yeah and those sets are all from alteric valley that's why they're still staying in everything else is going so we're not even going to talk about what cards are leaving because everything's leaving the only things staying are the ones that are in core and you should know those by now because they never leave and alteric valley which is the latest set which you should also know because they kind of just got added. Uh, all the honorable kill stuff, the big stuff you're annoyed at, the paladin, uh, big bombs, the uh, uh, the hunter weapon, the, uh, the, the shaman freeze package, that's all there. Um, what is coming in? Merv's listed off the bunches of sets, but you don't really have to know any of them because they're all pretty pointless. All you have to know is old sets are coming in, which means they're bad. And you're going to get a couple of cards that are playable, but mostly it's going to be a lot of trash. And the average deck quality is going to drop by a lot. Because remember, this new set is not a real set. It's a mini set. There's only 60-something cards, not 130-something cards. Um, So what you're going to have are two real sets in Alteric and... uh, um, uh, a Nixie's Lair. Uh, sorry, uh, in in, in Alterac and um, and Descent of Dragons, uh, which was really that was like the start of the big power creep, right? Um, and the course, that came right after that. So you have Descent of Dragons, which is coming in, and we'll talk about a little bit of that about that. And then you have Altera cards still staying, and the rest is more or less trash. Um, oh, sorry. Thirty-five cards in the mini set, not sixty, not 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 sixty something. I, I think I'm thinking of like doubles and, and stuff that you buy. Um, that the, the Blizzard advertising is getting to me. It's like get sixty something cards. I'm like, oh yeah, no, okay, because you can um, get all golden cards. You can
1: now buy the entire set golden. It's like seventy bucks or something, right? Sixty bucks. It's it a decent insane amount. amount. Yes, yeah, so you can um, get. Uh, An all-golden set for $70. Sorry, $69.99. Gotta gotta put
0: that penny in. Yeah, so um, the only real set that comes in that's going to have any impact is Descent of Dragons. And it is going to have a huge impact because of one card. I mean, not just one card, but one card is going to have the same exact large impact that it had before. And that is Twin Tyrant. So, you guys remember that Twin Tyrant was around for like an entire year before they took it out of the rotation. And since it's been out of the rotation, it hasn't come back. So, we've all been living a Twin Tyrant-free life for almost an entire year now. And a lot of power creep has happened since then. So, you might think, hey, you know, maybe Twin Tyrant's not so bad. Um, so, first things first, before we get to Anexia's layer cards, Twin Tyrant is still terribly Awfully ridiculously bad for a neutral common. It is still a tier. And if you follow along with our card rating system, you will know that cards that are a tier we do not think belong in the arena at all. Uh, in, uh, in neutrals, they're like okay for class cards, but not okay for, uh, for neutral cards. And the current boogeyman in the arena uh, that is a common neutral is Night Captain. And Night Captain is a B plus, not an A. Now, Twin Tyrant's a low A. It's not like a high A. It's definitely not an A+. But still, Twin Tyrant is going to come in. And even if this was not a dragon-focused set, it would be better than Night Captain. The fact that this is going to be a dragon-focused rotation makes it even more ridiculous. And depending on what the offering odds are, which nobody knows because I don't know what Blizzard's doing. The button's broken. Who knows? Um... It may be really, really bad, or maybe just worse than Night Captain levels of bad. Uh, but either way, that's not a good thing. I think a lot of people wanted Night Captain to be banned. We were one of the I don't know about few, but I think it was a pretty even divide of people who wanted Night Captain banned and people like us who were like, Night Captain's probably the edge of what could be okay in arena for a neutral common. Um, Twin Tyrant is not. It's that's just the point I wanna make. Twin Tyrant is not okay.
1: Yeah so we haven't seen, and I think it's important when we talk about like power creep, what that really means. Um, a lot of the power creep, as you see, uh, and, and especially the most egregious power, key, uh, power creep throughout the years, has been what has happened to extremely large cards. Uh, for many, many years, we had trash big cards they were actually punished for being big which made no sense back then Mm -hmm. Um, and these days you see an incredible benefit for uh being able to play a big card i mean just look at box of yag saran right um Mm -hmm. and and you just look at these big minions they all have to do something they all have to do something huge so that's where the biggest amount of power creep has been and so, if you look at Twin Tyrant, it, it, it it's just like, you know, it still fits. You're just kind of remembering all of the Yseras and the Ivases, and that's fine. But And, and
0: they're still there.
1: And they're still there, right? Um, but they're not in every single game, first of all. Uh, and second of all, you know, if you look at a lot of these averages of sets, you know, they're not super dramatically shifting it's just easy for you to remember it's like god watchtower really sucked when it was in the game and it was a neutral and completely agree with you right um and there are just lots of things that raise the ceiling and have kept raising the ceiling of what you think is acceptable for the arena whether it's from a class card or whether it's from neutrals and it's like neutral commons neutral rares right so it's easy to remember that it's just like you remember the best and the worst of basically everything in life uh but the middle portion yeah you know stuff has gotten more powerful uh but it's not a complete total uh, seismic shift uh in you know sort of a lot of these middle cards it's these giant swings and that's another problem we can talk about but it's these giant Mm -hmm. swings from these specific cards that are the real issue here so twin tyrant is still good i mean it beats up like a lot of
0: boards going into turn eight it's not just good it is broken it is still broken and, I mean, you guys will see. Once it comes back, you'll have all of your PTSD come back and be like, oh, I remember why I quit Arena. Why am I back? Um, because this card does not belong in the Arena, and it never has. Uh, and Blizzard lived with it for a year. I don't think they're going to ban it now. But uh, it is is—it is the best card that is a common neutral that has ever been published in Arena and not been banned. And uh, that's still true. I just, like, the, the focus... Uh, as long as everybody is kind of on with that expectation going in, I think you'll be a little less frustrated at this upcoming meta because you just expect it. Remember, you've lived with this for like an entire year, uh, more than a year actually. The center dragon has stayed in the meta for more than a year. Uh, anyway, uh, let's let's um, okay. Before we go on to uh, uh, the Anexia's layer cards. I want to set the stage for uh, our rating system. Uh, Just a really quick overview uh, for those who are new or those who, you know, have forgotten since the last time we reviewed for uh, Alteric. Uh, We've been using this system since Barons, So Barons, United in Stormwind, Mines, Alteric, and now Nixia's Lair. Uh, And it has... Is this Baron? Yeah. Um... And it basically is a lettering system from F being the worst to S tier being the best. So it's F, D, C, B, A, and S. There are very few S tier cards. The the F cards are very obvious. They do more or less nothing. And almost everything is going to be between D and B. And we have pluses, but we don't have minuses. So the key line to remember is right between D and C. I think we call it a D plus, but it's really right between D+, and C, is Yeti. That is the line. So Yeti on our grading system would be like a 69 or a 70. Uh, And B is good. So a lot of cards get put into B. The kind of feeling that you get in B should be, oh, I'm happy to take this card. This card could potentially win me some games. This card is very powerful. Um, B-tier cards used to be the best cards ever printed for a very long time in Hearthstone's life cycle. Uh, now we have S-tier cards. But <laughs> B was was the initial top line, essentially. B and B+. Yep. B, uh,
1: you know, the, the two examples I think we use pretty commonly are, like, Stoneskin Basilisk and Golem. You know, mm-hmm. like, those are two very solid ones and when you think back it's like uh when you just saw those cards right um you uh they were it's like oh shoot neutrals could be this good uh kind of feeling and are they still good yeah and they still win some games rap golem still wins you some games basilisk still wins you some games but not to the degree that they used to and when you compare them with other stuff uh you know like you you'll you'll look at a wrapped golem and you'll look at a night captain and you know it does depend on your deck but you're you're like oh wait i I can get a night captain here instead Mm -hmm. um so that's sort of where we're at here but yeah b used to be the uh the very very high end so if you think back to like 2017 2018 those two cars i just named uh were at if they weren't at the top near the top of people's like oh what are the best neutrals uh you know excluding legendaries right where what are the best neutrals in the game those would be it yeah uh
0: a tier cards are cards that we generally think should not be neutral cards at all or at least neutral non-legendaries and some class cards are a cards and they're okay nowadays most i feel like half the class cards are a tier cards but it's okay as a class card because you want classes to have flavor you want you know classes to do classy things um but when a tier cards exist in uh in her in her stone as a neutral card in arena things get very stale very quickly all games devolve into the same thing and for the most part they honestly actually get banned um the low A cards may not get banned, but the anything that's like a high tier A card, A pluses generally get banned, S tiers always get banned. Um, we have some low A's that stay around, right? Like this uh, Twin Tyrant's not ne- not the only one that is low A that, uh, that stays around. Um, and S tier is just broken. It kind of doesn't matter whether it's a class card or not. Like maybe it's okay to have class cards that are broken because your opponent can just play it now and then, and you just throw your hands up and go, "Well, I guess I lose." You know that's fine. Um, like Caverns is an S tier card, just to give an example. A uh, Dragon Queen alexstraza is an S tier card. Yes, Sarah is an S tier card, and lately we've started getting S plus tier cards. It's not that we've never had S plus tier cards before, but there used to be one every like year, I want to say, and now we're getting multiples every set. And uh, we'll we'll kick off with the S plus tier card of this set, but um, in coming back, there is a S plus tier card. There may be more because we haven't done these ratings for all the cards. Uh, historically, we only started in in barons, um, but I did a couple of dragons just to get the flavor and and kind of set the tone for myself uh, before we, we started rating uh, the Anixius layer cards. So. Primordial Explorer actually came out to be an S plus tier card, and that, that is makes the sense. hunter. That's the hunter dragon. That's a cobra. The, the three two cobra that is a, a dragon itself, two, and three, then it also discovers two, three. a dragon. Sorry, yeah, two three, uh, like an emperor cobra, uh, and it also discovers a dragon. That was always absurdly insane. It like single handedly turns hunter into a control class because you just pumps a couple of those out and they generate really big dragons. Um, so, yeah, Primordial Explorer, even better than Dragon Queen Alexstrasza. And obviously you hear people complain about it, but less people complain about it because only Hunters had it. right? That's the difference between a class card and, uh, and a neutral card. Everybody complained about Dragon Queen Alexstrasza.
1: Also, for those of you guys who may have not kept up with the buffs and the nerfs, if you guys oh, yeah. remember, here's how DQA initially launched. It was 9 mana, it gave you two dragons at uh that both cost zero and you could still get dqa from it which was really stupid Uh, and then they nerfed it such that you can't get dqa from it and then they further nerfed it such that the two dragons that you get cost one mana now the dqa that is coming back you can't get further dqas from it that would you know obviously make sense but we are back to zero mana So you play Mm -hmm. DQA on turn 9, they no longer cost 1, they cost 0. That's a huge tempo swing, because before it was like a turn 10 play, and you play whichever one was the more impactful one, and you just get a cheaper one for the next turn. Now, on turn 9, you get to play both of them. And as you will see, and as you have seen, it's like even the bad hits, uh, something like... um, an evasive draconid or or something it's still pretty good you just get a a pile of stats and then it'll be like an evasive draconid which if you don't remember is a seven mana, seven seven and it can't be targeted uh with taunt and if you have that along with another thing with initiative or with more value or something hey that's pretty great you know you're not just getting
0: getting queen alextraza is eight eight itself yeah so yeah it's a lot of stats um. So going down, just to give you a, a mentally, have you set out this uh, grading scale we have? Dragon Queen Alexstrasz is an S. Twin Tyrants an A. Evasive Worm, if you remember, that's the five three uh, elusive uh, rush uh, dragon for uh, I believe it was six mana. Um, Evasive Worm is a B, and Evasive Draconid, like Merp said, the seven seven taunt um, elusive. Um, Minion that can't be targeted. That is a C. Uh, Primordial Drake. I just did this for the hell of it because it was a dragon and I hate this card. Primordial Drake is a B right now. Uh, So that used to be like one of the most insane cards you can actually draft. And it's a B. And that's Un'Goro. Un'Goro wasn't even that early. Uh, So... This just shows you the power creep that's happening here. Okay. Um, let's go on to the, the mini set, Anexia's Lair. Okay. Let's see if I can set this up correctly. There we go. <coughs> First card that we are reviewing for Anexia's uh, Lair is Anexia herself. Raid boss Anexia. It's a legendary neutral minion. Ten mana, eight eight dragon, rush, immune. While you control a whelp, battle cry, summon six two one whelps with rush. So it's been confirmed by Blizzard that
1: whelps. The definition of a whelp is very broad. Uh, what this means is, if you're thinking of a whelp, you you know, you immediately think of oh, the two one whelps. Uh, that give it rush uh no the normal dragon whelps uh you know there's other dragon whelp tokens also count big ol' whelp remember five mana five five that draws you a card that counts because it's a whelp. yes Mm -hmm. big ol' whelp counts mechanical whelp uh also counts like you, you you see where i'm going with this anything that is a whelp or is yep. called a whelp, <laughs> is a whelp. And you, you might be thinking, well, that's obvious. But you're like, I, I don't know why they needed this synergy. Um, it, you, you can definitely have big old whelps in your hand. or, or It's going to be a whelp meta. It, it could be a whelp meta. But, uh, so, yeah, I don't know why they needed to program that in as well.
0: In, in case you like have trouble uh, mentally adding up all the stats, uh, because there's, there, there's a lot of them, Um, this is a maximum of 12 attack from the whelps that have initiative. Also 6 health, but, you know, if they hit anything, they die. And then an 8-8 that also has rush with initiative. So that's 20 attack with initiative. And, uh, 6 health, uh, divided into the 1-1s, a immunity on your 8-8, and then the 8 health for your 8-8. Uh, it's like... 15, 20 mana's worth of stats in one thing. Uh, it's a S S-plus tier card. By the way, we're going to go in order from the top to the bottom... Um, like, in terms of how powerful these cards are. So we're starting with the S-plus tier card. It's S-plus tier. I don't know what else to say. I'm going to try to go back and see what else we put S-plus tier. But it's stuff like... Like, I think in the last set, uh, Bloodseeker we had as S-plus. Templar Captain was S-plus. Like, even Caverns was, like, S. Um, like, S-plus is really hard to reach... Uh, Yasera is S, not S plus. By the way, Dragon Queen Alexstrasza, the current version, the one where you can't discover itself but can discover all the uh, other dragons, uh, and it costs zero to play it. Dragon Queen Alexstrasza is S. None of them are S plus. The ol- yeah, there was problem.
1: So the only problem with DQA is you could bust
0: sometimes. Like, and by and bust it only works if you don't if you don't have duplicates in your deck,
1: right? Um, and, and by bust I mean like you don't get the amazing battle cries it's like oh you only get like 20 mana's worth of stats on the board but they don't like you know give you more cards anything, or they don't yeah. rush or they they don't do all of this stuff you know um so that's that that's the reason why dqa is not an s plus and and yes there is also the restriction right like the restriction counts for a lot it's just like you know we can talk about how good zephyrus is and it obviously Mm -hmm. is amazing but yeah there's a a restriction to it uh this card is really dumb because a lot Mm -hmm. of times as well it's like you don't use up all the whelps and maybe you have like three whelps left over and what you you force your opponent on like turn 12 to have another bunker sergeant you force them to have just another you know source of like multiple points of damage otherwise this thing is immune it's not just like immune while attacking while yes, you control exactly. a, merp, a merp a whelp <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm looking at chat at the same time uh but uh, like damn I, I wish it said that we should, we should
0: holy start shit we whelps from now on
1: yeah look if it's always uh, immune while while i'm playing with it like
0: maybe i will go back to playing the arena hell maybe the definition is so expansive you should just change your battle net name to welp and then it'll oh be shit
1: yeah and then if your opponent says welp when you play this it's like welp the game is over well, <laughs> that counts too uh we should just uh fold all those things in but it's really stupid because you, a, a good number of times, you don't use up all the whelps. So you have multiple whelps still. You're not going to have all six, but you have some, like three left over. And you force them to kill it. And if they don't kill all three whelps and then deal with this, well, it, that sucks. Like, 10 mana cards are. Okay. We, we've always said, you know, there's a price to be had for ten mana cards being ten mana and that they can't be played earlier. There is that cost. What Blizzard has done exponentially throughout the years is increase the impact of ten mana cards, while at the same time making it printing so many cards that make it so easy for you to get to ten mana. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good removals. A lot of wonky kind of like stat lines um just really really taken away uh kind of like power from the early game in the early drops and replaced it with stuff like you know uh draw right so instead of tempo oriented early drops it'll be something like a mana feeder panthera in which it's like oh hey this is great late game applicability like i hero power and then i drop it and then i draw a card like a a two mana two three that draws a card that's insanely good and then of course you know yeah you could play it early on and a lot of times you have to but that's what blizzard has been doing so they take away from the early game they add to the power of the late game and they add so many tools for you to get there and this is what we get
0: this is bad for the game. Not just because if someone drafts it, this is bad. But, as you may remember, all the explorers are coming back and they're all really good. One is a S S-plus tier, two of them are uh, A-tiers, and one is a B-plus tier. And all of them can discover dragons, and there are other ways to discover dragons too. Uh, there's, there's just gonna be a lot of these raid boss Anexias floating around. And it's pretty much game over if your opponent plays it, like, well, or if you play it. I, I was talking to chat earlier, and just
1: just play your own afterwards. You, so you they have three whelps, and then you summon your own Anixia. You kill off their three whelps with your, you know, three of your six whelps, and then your immune <laughs> eight eight goes into their no longer immune eight eight. You guys see how easy it is? I just solved the yeah. meta. Just have your own Anixia. And he was very insistent on
0: this. You never play Raid Boss Anixia first. The only time to play Raid Boss Anixia is after your opponent plays their Raid Boss Anixia. That's not exactly a joke. Like, you may want to play it to, like, establish dominance. But depending on how many dragon generators there are and what your opponent has, like, already done. For example, if your opponent already generated a dragon or two and you know they've done that and haven't played those dragons yet... Uh, especially if they're discovered, and you have a raid boss Anexia, don't play your raid boss Anexia. You're going to lose if you do, because you just got to think my opponent has a raid boss annexia, or my opponent has a, Alex, a DQA. Like my opponent's going to have something that I need to swing back, and raid boss Anexia is a huge swing for those twenty damage worth of
1: initiative. For those of you guys who have played in the Dod meta you've had this little mind game set up before but it was with deathwing before uh you had it with deathwing before in the late stage of the game you know you see somebody just holding on to this one dragon for a mm-hmm. long time um and then you know they're they're trying to you know see a good situation and then now it could be deathwing it could be a nix but like you, you gotta just think it's like okay. um, they they have this one card you know uh they're they're not using they're trying to extract some sort of value out of it how can i best play around it this is just stuff you have to consider because if you look at all the dragons returning if you look at all the discover options that we have today and all the stuff that's coming back in dod and dod just wanted you to get dragons in so many ways um this is going to be important there's just tons and tons of dragons floating around it was actually something i, I tweeted uh, about this weekend i think blizzard is going to come to a point where they have to really address something as in i mean they don't have to address it they can let it go but it'll come to a head and that is the problem of discovers mm. blizzard has banned stuff before we just saw them ban uh Basically, um, a bomb, right? Uh, a bomb lieutenant, yeah. uh, lieutenant. lieutenant. Yeah. and yet you still see a bombs through glaciate, and that's kind of okay. I look, look it, it'll make some people mad. I know one person that it makes very mad, but it's about a quarter chance <laughs> in one class out of one card to get a bomb. It's
0: not a good card otherwise,
1: yeah. Uh, so, eh you know it's it's kind of forgettable we've had other instances in which a card is banned you could still discover it and it was more of an annoyance than a meta changer this is really bad it's going mm. to be really bad there are way too many ways to discover dragons and the reason i bring this up is because zeddy uh was saying hey i play a decent amount of arena It seems like Raid Boss Anixia is going to be incredibly toxic. Uh, Maybe it needs to be banned before it ever even touches Arena Daylight. And Mm Korra came in and she was like, Yeah, I, you know, this car is problematic. And I believe it was Gallon. And if you don't know, Korra and Gallon are both on the Hearthstone team. They're like, Yeah, you know, this is something that we might need to really look at carefully. And then Zeddy continued the conversation by saying, uh, But. You know, like we can't just end it there. Uh, it's one thing to ban it, and historically, after you've banned it, you haven't taken it away from the discover pool. And like,
0: if you just remember from Dragons, the vast majority of DQAs you ever vast saw majority. were not coming from like someone playing DQA out of their deck.
1: Right. It, so if you look at Raid Boss Anyxia, Dragon Queen Alexstraza, the Yseras that you, you're gonna face, the Twin Tyrant, uh mm-hmm. most of them, the vat the by far the majority of them, will be discovered. So it, it like <coughs> it's to the point where if you tell me, um, Murps, would you be okay with drafted Onyxias, but you just can't discover, I'm like, sure, you're just not gonna see that many then. Um mm-hmm. you just you just won't. It's like if we're if we just see drafted Ysairas, drafted Anixias, but you can never discover those, truly making them legendary units, right? Yep. Uh, truly making them legendary. And then, you know, you're out in 11 wins and you see a raid boss Anixia that, that your opponent drops. You're like, whoa, that's like, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, I understand why you reached 11 wins. It's like, that's a huge bomb. I get it. That sucks for me. But wow, you don't see that too often. Uh, rather than your one and two opponent spamming discovers and killing you over and over again with like you know you survive the first ysera uh plus all of the generated cards and then they drop the raid boss at on you uh it's a completely different feeling because mm-hmm. the, the rate that you see these game ending incredible value plus initiative dragons um it's a world of difference so i th- i think <coughs> The expansion is going to be pretty fun at the beginning. I'm going to play it for quite a few reasons, you know. But this is the one instance where we are going to look at this pretty quickly and be like, Discover is a problem. And the worst part about it is you look at something like Raid Boss Anixia, and you're just like, well, okay. So is this going to see play and constructed? What's going to happen? I've dug around a little bit. I am not a constructed pro. And of course, this is just me looking at this mini-set from like the Reddit uh overall consensus, just like seeing how some very good constructed players are talking about it as well. And the consensus is sort of like, well, this is pretty underwhelming for a mini-set. Um And it just seems like Constructed is just like, well, this doesn't really change anything. Maybe there's a couple of cards here and there. But for Arena, we're just like, holy shit, this is like seismic. This is so huge with the rotation Mm -hmm. and with this card and with other cards as well. In a very negative way. Right. So, I'm looking at this mini-set and first of all, Constructed players could be wrong. This could be game-changing. I have no idea. Right. Um, I am just taking their word and They, the community, uh, has definitely been wrong before, so I don't know. But it just seems like there is not too much fanfare or or, or too much smoke on the constructed side. And meanwhile, here on the arena side, we're all kind of just really worried about what's going to happen. Because I think that uh, the discover mechanic with these dragons is going to push arena to a really, really bad spot.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, and even without a... Like, we're just talking about all this in the context of Raid Boss Anexia, because that's the new card coming in. But these Discovers are going to bring... And, and Alexstrasza is also coming in, like a Dragon Queen Alexstrasza, and that's a problematic S-tier neutral card. But Ysera still exists. And nobody likes Ysera. And now, you're going to have a bunch of common class cards that are going to discover Ysera, Dragon Queen, Alexstrasza, Raid Boss Anexia. You're like, it's going to be hard to miss... <laughs> Let's put it this way. So, if you're looking for what classes are going to be good, you can literally just go down the list. Like, uh, Primordial Explorer, Hunter, gonna be good. Uh, Emerald Explorer, Druid, gonna be good. Bronze Explorer, uh, what is that? Paladin, gonna be good. Azure Explorer, Mage, and it's gonna be a little swingy, but still probably good. Uh, Priest can can discover dragons. I I, I think uh, in descent of dragons they have dragon discover cards. I'm not 100 percent sure, but basically anybody that has a discover dragon card that you can find. Um, that's, that's going to be problematic. The warrior one is thankfully not in, I believe. Um, and if I'm wrong about that, holy crap, this is going to be a terrible meta. Because that one gets you too. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, this is just... This is, the worst part about it is that they can't fix it. Quickly, at least. Because they haven't messed with the discover pools yet. So if they are going to fix it... They're going to have to actually put resources into the arena. It's not like they make a decision and it gets done. It's going to be oh, gonna be testing, like blah, blah, blah. It's going to be a few weeks. Um, and that's if they decide to do anything with the discover pools. So it's this is guaranteed to be a bad meta, no matter what they ban. Uh, if they don't ban Twin Tyrant, it's going to be bad pretty quickly right off the bat. But it's also entirely possible that the dragon discovery is just so off the... Chain like that, none of the other stuff even matters, and then you're just literally fighting a nexia with a nexia, or else you can't get past six seven wins. Um, so yeah, uh, it's an absolutely terrible card, and banning it from arena will not solve even 25% of the problem. (sighs) Um, all right. Let's look at the next card on our list. So this is S-plus tier. The next card is S-tier, and it is a class card. We're, again, we're just going from top to bottom. Best cards to worst cards. We're not going by class. This is a common Warlock card. It is Spawn of Deathwing. Spawn of Deathwing is a 5-mana 6-6 six, six dragon. Battlecry, destroy a random enemy minion. Like... Like a deadly shot. So it's already one attack or health, however you want to look at it, overstated, And then you also do a deadly shot, which is worth three mana and a card. And in exchange, you have to discard a random card from your hand. So uh, this is just bonkers insane. It's just very good. I don't know
1: why it... Um is overstatted and has a dragon tag uh, also uh you know dragon tag does count for a decent amount these days with a lot of these dragon synergies that are in so i i, I don't i don't get it um like why the stats have to be overstatted for this oh i i actually do get it for constructive purposes uh but yeah it's just a really really freaking good card um i think it's also easy to kind of see this and remember a lot of the super annoying boards that were uh or that are currently you know it's still monday um in play and with the sets that are coming back you don't have as many of those Mm -hmm. so i'm not saying that you're not gonna see all these annoying like one one two one sort of boards they're certainly possible It's just with the cards that are in it's a little bit less likely so add that in uh the fact that like um you always think that you're gonna discard the best card in your hand and you're gonna remember those times but you know random card is a random card And, and in fact the gap between the best cards and uh the average to you know a lot of just the decent mm-hmm. cards in your deck they're they're pretty huge now you're going to be, be huge
0: you're, you're going to be forced There's a lot it. of bad sets coming in
1: yeah so yes you can think like well if i lose a good card like that's really bad yeah but you don't have that many amazing cards in your deck you you will have a lot of like really average ones you know what you don't discard you don't discard this card because you mm-hmm. you use it and if you have two of them and you discard the other one great your deck is amazing <laughs> but
0: this is just super duper good man like like just play it out in your head your opponent plays a yeti you play a spawn of death way you have a six six they don't have a yeti anymore who cares what card you discard like uh, wh- wh- what are they gonna do like, your opponent just totally screws you over and, uh, you know, plays, uh, Twin Tyrant. Uh, and, it, it's game-changing. It's Twin Tyrant. You play a Swan of Deathwing. Totally off-curve. And <laughs> you still have five mana left to do whatever. Like, this is just a silly card. Uh, there's, there's not... Hearthstone is designed for Constructed, and they don't really care about Fundamentals. Uh, Ixar has, like, talked about it before. Um, They don't have a mathematical model, which is is crazy to me that Hearthstone doesn't even attempt to have a mathematical model to ground cards. So it's literally whatever will probably not be broken in Constructed goes. And Constructed is based off of synergies for the most part. So whatever is not slotting in to existing many-carded synergies can be ridiculously powerful. In fact, it has to be ridiculously powerful for anyone to even consider playing it. And there's no good, like, I mean, not good, there's really no check on that. Besides someone maybe here and there saying, oh, that's probably maybe not a good idea. Um, and so you get cards like these. This is a common. This is not going to be a good card in Constructed. Uh, but in Arena, this is going to be insane it's uh and, and there's no reason for this card to be like that. Like if you look at something like caverns, a card like that will probably always have a gap between constructed and arena. If you look at any cards that discover a random card uh or like a random you know category card like a dragon or anything, um that'll probably always have a gap between constructed and arena. Because in Constructed, your whole deck is Constructed. It's very tight. All your card values are super high. In Arena, they're all very low, right? Um, relatively. They don't work together. So that singular discoverer at Dragon Queen Alex is so game-changing. Um, so you can't really design around that without giving up either Arena or Constructed. And clearly, they're never going to give up Constructed. Uh, so they're going to give up the Arena on that. Or rather, they're not going to think about Arena at all. But for cards like this, there's no reason this card exists this way. Except, like, there's no, th- th- this isn't a unsolvable problem. This is them not caring at all about Arena, and so they don't even try to solve it in the design, right? They've said this many times. is the, the, not considered at all in the design of any card. And when you don't have a mathematical model, and then you don't think about this game mode, it's going to be bad. Uh, and this is an example of the bad card. Um, so these are the cards I'm really annoyed at. Like, yeah. caverns? I'm like, ah, what are you going to do? And the answer to that is
1: like, so it, it, it seems as though Advocations is like, oh, they don't care about Arena in the design of cards. And the, the, the logical answer to that is like, that's absolutely fine. Just curate it more then. It's like, yeah. if you want to print this for Constructed, go ahead. But it's been like seven years and all you do is like, you always put them in the Arena. And let's not do except for like uh, that that one time. Like it, 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 it's it's mind boggling that I'm like, oh, no wait, they did it once for a car that wasn't even like the most egregious offender. Um, like it, you know, it was bad, but uh, so. What
0: card did they ban? The nine mana
1: nine nine,
0: the rag, the dragon rag. Oh, oh, but yeah, but that's neutral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they do do that for neutral, or they'll ban it pretty quickly, right? Like, remember, uh, Motion Watch Post? Yep, they, like, they it did gets that. They did ban very early. That was an S tier, uh, card as well. Like,
1: an but people could have told them, card. like, never release that. Like, never release Watch Post. That is going to make so many people angry. Uh, but they still re- released it. And, and no,
0: to their credit, they did release it fast. But they did two ways they nerfed it and they moved it out of Arena at the same exact time. So they were like, this card is just too good period like for you know anything and then also even if it's not that good we're still not going to put it in arena
1: so for something like spawn of deathwing you know it's not neutral or, or something but i i look at this i'm just like uh you know you can make whatever cards you want for constructed but it would be nice to have more of a consideration for arena if like you want to just put this in, whether it's through your adjustments, whether it's through not putting certain cards in. And I don't know what line you uh, you know you want to draw it at. I think some people want to draw the line draw much lower. Some S. people Nothing want to draw S-tier the line at higher. Um, but I think there should be a line. And I I know there's been comments for example from Ixar, it's like, well, you know, if you remove the top you have to address the next sort of thing and people just keep going on and on and it's like well no it's like to some extent it stops at some
0: point like think about look look at night captain yeah the community is like 50 50 on whether you should be a night captain or not there was a long they found the line
1: there was a long thread on arena hs and i'm hoping that the hearthstone devs will read that i thought that was a great thread on arena hs Mm -hmm where people talked about night captain the op was like hey night captain super overpowered we got to get rid of this asap and a lot of the you know very upvoted posts were like look i get that's very powerful number one we have more concerning things number two you can play around it like you know Mm -hmm. there are ways to play around it and sometimes you can't and that's what makes it very powerful right right but sometimes you can. And if you are always getting hit by it, if you are always getting hit by it, like on turn five, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm sure in at least some of those scenarios, you had another play in which you weren't giving up that much, but you just wanted to spam the best play and ignore the Knight Captain. And that's mm-hmm. not Hearthstone, right? Like you can't just mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, they never have Flame Strike, They never have this. They never have that. I have to just play like that sometimes you have to do also, that but you can come back from getting night captain yeah you can come back from right. getting night captain
0: in, in in this day and age right it's like, just, a better, alley. Like, just mm-hmm.
1: a better fire Ellie, yeah. like just a better fire Ellie. it's like
0: okay <laughs> we're, we're gonna see another better fire Ellie coming up we coming will. right up all right so this is an s tier card uh if you guys have been following this you know that uh my line has always been no A tier cards in neutral, no S tier cards in class cards, unless they're legendary. And then you can have legendary neutrals that are A tier, and you can have legendary S tier cards that are uh, that are class cards. That those are those are my lines, and I think life as an arena player would be a million times better if you drew those lines. And as you see from Night Captain, people recognize these lines. It's not just me making random lines. There are lines. There are lines of playability, and it gets to the point. Where the community will be like... Or at least half the people in the community will be like... Alright, I think we're good. But when you have cards like Ysera... No one in the community is like... Right, I think we're good. Or they're like a very small minority. Um, and this is going to be one of those. Mon of Deathwing. No one's going to be like... This is an okay card to have. Like once they play with it. Um, I don't know. I mean... Before it comes out, right? Like people miss stuff. That definitely happens. Even more like on watch post Which we thought was so obviously S tier broken. Plenty of people that didn't give it like a five out of five, and gave it like a four point five out of five, or even lower. Um, and it just it, it happens. Um, there's there's people who review Spawn of Deathwing and you know don't think it's a super amazingly good card and just like a regular good card. Um, and you know we'll see once it hits the the ground how good it is. But I can't I can't see this as being anything but a an S tier card. Okay. Next up, we are into the A-tier card. So there are no A-plus cards here. So we are all the way down to A's. So A's are still insanely good, by the way. Remember, A cards we think should not exist in neutral. This is Twin Tyrant level. Or, I mean, Twin Tyrant's a low A, low-ish A. So this will probably be, like, above a Twin Tyrant slightly. Um, and we have a bunch of these. So let's just let's hit them all. These are cards you're going to hate seeing. Um, but these are all class cards. And this will be... And they're just powerful class cards. They're not stuff you haven't seen before. So the first one is Razorglaze Sentinel. Razorglaze Sentinel. And it makes me sad that this card exists and I'm talking about it like this is just another super powerful card. It's nothing you haven't seen before. It's all right. Um, and you'll see why. But this is the power level of the game right now. It's a four mana five four Demon Hunter card common. After you play the left or rightmost card in your hand, draw a card.
1: Yeah, you give up no stats. Persistent. Uh, yep. persistent it's a persistent ability. effect. The only thing awkward about it is, I don't know, it doesn't cost less mana. You know, obviously with something like this, you want it to cost, like, nothing, right? Absolutely nothing at all. But it's just great. It's it's something with, like, pure upside. Um, and therefore, holy shit, you, you can just play this and completely go off um Mm -hmm. and if you don't want to do that you just want to get a vanilla stat maybe just like draw one card from it cool it's you know how how much is a four mana five four that draws one from your deck worth that's still a very very good card so yeah like it easy
0: easy a here yep um Moving on, the next card, or let's just say the next three cards, are all A, and they are the three Druid cards that are being released. So Druid is getting a very powerful package here for uh, for this mini set. Um, the first one is Scales of Anixia. Scales of Anixia is seven mana. Fill your board with two one whelps with Rush.
1: Pretty good. So... The thing is. You've already seen Raid Boss in Nixia, and now you're like... Which is 8
0: mana. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, it's 10
1: mana. It's 10 mana, but, but you, 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 you see... And now you see this, you're like, oh, I don't get the 8A? Like, oh, okay, let's... This is still really good, guys. This is still really, really freaking good. Let's not forget about that, right? Um, you, you know, it... It's just another one of, uh, well, if you look at what, what was it, Swarm of Locusts, that card, yeah. that was half the attack of this <laughs> no. one. Uh, and that was a good card. That was a, yeah, that was a fine card. Swarm of Locusts was absolutely fine. Uh, like I think that card was like a B
0: or something. Yeah. Um, or at least a C, plus, probably a B. This one's an A. This is a solid A. If you could combo it, it could be even better. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, you're dealing uh, potentially 14 damage with a little bit of awkwardness because you have to hit it two at a time. Um, also,
1: but... you need the board space. So yeah. if you are hugely ahead, y- yes, th- this is yeah. worse. Uh, but I don't think this needs much
0: explanation. This is like a very simple card to understand. I, it, it is awkward, though. I can see people being like, wait, but like Flamestrike deals five damage. This deals two how are these cards, like, rated essentially the same? Um, and part of it is that you can synergize as much easier uh, with that Strike, And the other one, the more important one, is that you see what, like, remember performers in Demon Hunter? If you get to select where things hit, cards become ridiculous. Scale of Anexia is the same as Performers. You can you're just like more awkward with it, so it's not yeah. anywhere as good as performers because you have to hit two damage at a time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. Be careful when you say it's the same. It is definitely okay. not the same. It's the same concept. It's just not as good as performers. It's, yeah, but it's easier to buff because you're a druid, at least in the arena. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm not saying this is a performers level. Performers is a S tier card, if not S plus. I didn't do the math on it. Uh, but but this is a, a solid A tier card. Yep. Okay. Next. Next up, let's go with Boomkin. This is a rare druid card. This is the uh, fire elemental, better fire elemental card. Uh, It is a 5 mana, 4, 5 with a choose 1. Restore 8 health to your hero or deal 4 damage. So, I mean, they put the restore 8 health first, but you're going to deal 4 damage almost always.
1: Yeah, what's up with this? Like, it doesn't have to be corrupted. You don't have to honorably kill anything. You just get it. You just get it. That that's that. It's so freaking yep. good. Uh, also, I think I say this every single review, but let's say it once again. Face damage is more important than ever. The swings are huge. There's just like a lot of things in which you don't feel as comfortable getting down to. Let's say. 12 hp right there was a time in which like everybody could could go down to like 12 hp and you'd be like oh yeah i'm feeling pretty good uh these days you know if you're at like 14 health you're not feeling
0: great Mm-mm. um you're feeling about to die once they swing the board once
1: because that's the thing it's not necessarily it's like wait like oh wait merps what are you afraid of it's like there's not as many like face damage spells as there even Mm -hmm. used to be and i agree it's the swings it's the possibility that once a swing happens suddenly they're putting something out there and then you are in danger right you are in danger because you have to expect these swings so face damage is very very important it's like sure you know you don't have all of these like lava bursts and pyroblasts uh, to go around, and a lot of the spells can only target minions now rather than, you know, target your, your face. But it is very different now. Uh, and the com- your comfort level at certain HP markers is very different. And this is why, part of the reason why, it's like the rogue dagger just isn't as good as it used to be, right? You can't keep mm-hmm. on taking that damage yep. anymore. So this choice is very significant. Like 8 health to your hero is monstrously good. Uh, and sometimes, I actually think like, you know, maybe 20% of the time, you might even pick that. Eh, it might be a little bit high. Uh, but this is a great... At least 10%. Yeah, I think at least 10%, maybe up to 20% of the time, you'll, you'll pick the 8 health to your hero. But god damn, what a flexible card. So incredibly good. You know, we love Night Captain, and you have to honorably kill something and yes you get more stats after you honorably kill but you also do less damage you deal three yeah. and here you do four holy shit just like value city here
0: mm-hmm. so yeah in case you're wondering we think this card is better than Nightcap. uh well i okay, think everybody yeah. should <laughs> yeah yeah <I> mean, <laughs> it's like i don't know yeah some people may just there's really people out there who just think night captain is deal three damage play a five mana six six i know like yeah
1: no no that is honestly the text (coughs) that i think some people think night captain is which is funny
0: uh wait till we get to that rogue card oh yeah um okay the last druid card also an a these are all really 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 good cards um, but, but they're they're within the power level Like this is what I mean by I don't think the community will, will complain As much as the developers think Because at least for us And I think the developers think We're very complaining people These are we're all totally really? okay cards Wow, they think we're complaining people oh. <laughs> But like these are all A tier cards And for a class card A tier is fine A plus is even fine Like there's still room to be better than these cards And we would be like Yeah, these are really good cards You should draft it Not like go ban this card and these are insanely good cards. So it's not like I think the devs think that they're just going to like, you know, run into this constant cycle of complaints. And that's not how like we are, because they think relatively, right? Because they're constructive players and they think relative because that's how constructive works. We made an algorithm and so we think in absolute terms. We think of fundamentals. This is arena. This is limited format. So we know when a card's really good and a card's really bad, and it's just math. Um so and, I think that's a concept that kind of gets lost when you're talking with primarily constructed players or devs.
1: So here's the thing. Uh, Blizzard has told us before, like that not us, as, but they've like talked about before, they actually do read Reddit and they mm-hmm. read Arena HS sometimes yep. uh, as well. So I am really hoping that they read that big thread yeah, on Night, Night Captain, Captain because that is a perfect display of the community really pushing back and arguing the merits of night captain which you know like it's on our scale and i think the community has a good sense of just like yeah it's like okay look this is arena in 2022 and night captain is kind of where it's at right like this is Mm -hmm. fine you don't automatically
0: lose to it and if Tyrant is not fine Night Captain is fine. The Twin is Tyrant right is
1: there. not fine. Ysera is definitely not fine. Anixia <laughs> is definitely not going to be fine. That thing is... Oh, boy. Um, And, and then other things as well, right? Like, Ivis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. the, Ivis, S tier card? The problem with a lot of these is just, <laughs> you know, you can't play around it. It just feels really, really bad. So... Um, man, I really hope that the devs read it because I think that's a shining example of, hey, like, you know, have more faith in the community. This is like, I reference this so much, the Dark Knight, right? It's like with the two boats and then Batman has faith in... And and he tells the Joker, he's like, look, you have no faith in these people, right? You think they're going to blow each other up. Like, trust in these people. It's like people... Will sort of like believe in each other. And then what does the dark, dark night show us? It's like, oh, those people, like, you know, Mm through even though there are people in extremes, right? They Mm -hmm. prevailed just like in that Arena HS uh, thread. (laughs) People prevailed. People were like, hey, look, I understand you're frustrated, but let's talk about it. There are ways to play around it, dude. And they even went into great details, like, hey, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it are you, you are, really technical how are you playing here because in my experience it's like the percent of times that you get screwed by night captain should be less than what you are saying and i think you can be making better plays like they instead of pushing it onto the card design they're asking this guy because i think the community looked at it and was like yeah you can play around night captain it's a thing so oh my god let's let's please have that dark night moment where uh the, uh the devs look at this and they're like oh wait it's like yeah if we just went down to the night captain level mm-hmm. it actually wouldn't happen yeah. uh and these people that are just complaining about yasera a lot and just like how they complained before about something like a watch post right mm-hmm. um or an abominable mm-hmm. lieutenant it's like it won't be the same so oh my gosh please please i'm, I'm just hoping for that so much mm-hmm.
0: Alright. Um, a- a- anyway, this is the last of the three Druid cards. All A-tier cards, which are class cards we think is okay to exist in the game. These aren't even A+. Raid Negotiator. 4-mana, 3-4, battle cry, Discover a choose-one card. It has both effects combined. So, once you discover this card, you're going to want to play it pretty quickly. Because it has a bonus effect. That's just going to be extra tempo or cards or whatever. And it's 4-mana, 3-4... Then you get an extra card, which is already pretty good, and you get to discover a choose one card. Choose one cards are obviously all druid class cards, um, so it's it, it's a uh, it's it's just pretty damn powerful.
1: Yeah, uh, this is really really freaking good. You anti temple a little bit, but uh, you make it up like immediately and more so. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say about it. Like, it's, it's really, really freaking good.
0: All right. Still in the A-tier group, we're going to go all the way down to Shaman. Uh, Shaman has a card called Don't Stand in the Fire. It is a fire card, and you shouldn't stand in it. It's 5 mana, deal 10 damage, randomly split among all enemy minions. Overload 1. So... Splitting damage among enemy minions only, not including the face, means that very often you'll have perfect damage. And you will just clear really weird looking boards with this card. And that is really, really valuable. Um, it's a total of six mana, including one of them being delayed. And it functions as a board clear that uh, probably should cost more than uh, than six mana. Yeah,
1: like... Uh, s- I think some people will look at something like, oh, well, full-blown evil is better than this. And it's like, okay. <laughs> that, that's that's great. Uh, uh, y- yes. Um, it's like, how does that matter? This is still in its own way extraordinarily good. Uh, and you can have worse versions of cards that are still incredible. So that's where we're at here don't like Mm -hmm. it's very easy to look at this and be like oh man it's like a more disappointing version of full-blown evil and it's just like oh man it's like you're just a slightly less attractive version of you know brad pitt and it's like
0: Keck wait that's that's Pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. and full blown evil, by the way, is a warlock card, and warlocks are stuffed with board clears. Yeah, shamans have plenty of board clears, but they're not like like you're not drafting shaman, being like, oh my god, I need to stop taking board clears because I have too many board clears. Whereas for warlock, that happens like half the time. Um, so if you look at our our score for full blown evil, it was the same score. It's also an A. Although full blown evil, I think, is better. It's better, but it's definitely but better.
1: It's not like that much better. Also, it's uh class by class, right? So yeah. warlocks if full blown evil is not in warlock, it would be way better. Yeah, oh my god. Can you imagine if like full blown evil was in rogue? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, like if it was in a class like rogue, I I mean th- that that would it would never happen like, like but mm-hmm. if it was in a class like rogue, that would be insane. That would actually just be insanity, right? Uh but it isn't, and therefore it is just very, very good instead of uh, <laughs> every rogue's kind of like dream scenario.
0: Mhm. All right, we're getting to our last A-tier card. So this ends the kind of highest power levels in, the, in this new mini set, and it is a warrior card. One mana spell. Hit it very hard. That's, that's the name uh gain plus 10 attack and can't attack heroes this turn so this is a card that i like more than you um yeah Yeah. yeah. i had it as a b plus actually and then when you wanted it as an a i was like okay i could go with like the lowest a i'm not gonna fight for the b plus on this one yeah
1: and and i agree it's not like the highest a uh and if you guys are wondering there 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 is a decent gap in the like a category um but it kind of like doesn't matter
0: Uh, it's like you see this card you take it right like that's kind of what a means so holy hell if we're just talking about tempo oh (laughs) my
1: god this thing is so disgusting and if you guys just think for a second uh what the meta is nowadays in terms of the minions that you see i'm gonna i'm gonna say this again we have we see a lot more polarized Minions, You don't just have like five fours, four fives, right? Six fives, five sixes. You got like the 210, right? You have like the 210 uh taunt that freezes. Hey, this thing kills it in one freaking shot. You, you guys know how annoying that 210 is? Well, it's no longer annoying. Yes, it gets, quote, in the way of the weapon slot. That's fine. So a lot of times you won't use all 10 attack. You know, you only use some of it. But if you just look at it and you're like, okay, this is just a, what, a super holy smite sometimes, other times it is, uh, if you just look at all these scenarios, god damn, that is a tempo swing and a half. Mm -hmm. And in the metas that we see today, you get closer and closer to being able to use more and more of the 10 attack. They're just these weird things that come out, which have like... Uh, a ton of health now, um so I think the 210 is like the perfect example because you see mm-hmm. that a lot, and it's
0: super duper annoying, right? Like ice hoof protector. Yeah, ice hoof protector is so it's not even freaking like annoying. That good, right? I think we have it as a C yeah. plus. Maybe it should be a B, but like it's not like a really really. It's good just, card, it's right?
1: just a meta just, appropriate
0: card. Exactly. Right? exactly. Yeah, it's, a, it's meta a meta appropriate card, and it like is super annoying. Yep. Uh and, and
1: yes, just like uh chat pointed out, this does kill Twin Tyrant. <laughs>
0: well the Twin Tyrants already took two of your cards, and now you have <laughs> right. two of your cards to kill the twin tyrant. hey, you have mana yeah. advantage now, right? Yeah, you, you have some, well, some depends on what the twin tyrant killed. <laughs> you can play your stuff
1: at least. But, yes, I really like this. Uh, Adoption likes it a little bit less than me. I like it a lot. I think that, you know, um, this is obviously nowhere close to S tier. It's got too many problems, too too many weaknesses for that. But, holy hell, uh, the tempo advantage is insane. And if you only use it for, like, four damage, if you only use it for five or six damage, which is the vast, vast majority of times, right? Mm. Like, uh, that's great
0: still. So that that's why I put it at A. Yeah. When you're playing this card, like when you have this card in your hand, don't try to get super max value out of it. Like, just squeeze it in where you can and deal, like... I'd say 4 is a little on four, the low five, side, but, like... Like, 5, five, five, five seems damage is like, okay. 5 damage is uh, good, four, yeah. Yeah, like, 5 damage is, is very good, especially if it's something like a 2-5, right? Or, like, you know, something... Where you maybe take a little less damage, or it you need it and it opens up the gates for a positive trait, right? Because something has taunt or something. Um, like don't don't be too stingy with it. You don't need this to actually kill something with ten health. Like don't wait on the twin tire with this card. Um, it's definitely it's at its of it, yeah. But.
1: It's definitely at its best killing something like uh, a stegodon, right? In which mm-hmm. it costs more for your opponent to play it. Uh, you're not taking that much health. And, but the yeah. thing that is out there is really annoying. Uh, so, th- like, that's the best example. And then you get a three-man advantage by doing that. That's fantastic. Does that make it an A card? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Now let's look at some cars that are B plus. We're now like B plus gets. This is where Night Captain is. Uh, so we're at still very powerful cards that people think should be banned. But uh, all of the B-plus cards here are class cards, so people don't really think they should be banned. Um, these are these are still powerful cards. They're not as powerful as the A-tier, though. Um, and uh, the first one is in Warrior. It is Shoulder Check. Another one-mana warrior spell. This one's tradable. Glad they bought that uh, keyword back. Uh, give a minion plus two plus one. And Rush. Super good. One mana buff that gives plus two plus one, which is already good. And you give a rush, which means that plus two plus one stat also has rush. And if nothing works out, you can even trade it. Why do they have to give this tradable? I don't I don't understand.
1: (sighs) I I, I really have no idea. Uh but man, what a good card. The only thing holding it back is like, hey, you don't do anything that crazy. Like this is it's small. It's small, it doesn't do anything that crazy, but Uh, solidly B+. I mean, this is, this is so good. The fact that it's tradable, um, initiative is, even though it's more plentiful these days, there's so many important things that you just can't leave out there,
0: (laughs) so more rush is always appreciated. More rush is great for warrior too, because you don't have enough rush for some reason, like, you can't hit multiple targets, you can only, you only have one weapon that you can swing, um... So, it's uh, as far as utility cards go, right? This one's got everything. Um, okay, next b card is Infestation. A Warlock card. Remember, Warlock already has Spawn of Deathwing. So, here's the, the, the second fiddle to Spawn of Deathwing that's going to be very good for Warlock. Infestation is a six-mana fell spell some uh, some actual fell spells coming in on this rotation by the way you guys remember last rotation where there were no fell spells and then they added some fell synergy uh, in Alteric well there's uh, a fell spell for you infestation is six mana summon a three3 three dread imp to attack each enemy minion uh, I like this card once again
1: a little bit more than you I think um, mm-hmm. I'm just once again trying to picture what the board looks like and and this is important Um, and I think that it's more important than ever before. I think that this card in the current meta would be
0: quite
1: good. Uh, You just think about how good like Bunker Sergeant is and everything Um, because you don't need that many value trades to make this great as in you really just need like one value trade. Um, and then you have like a you, you've basically hell fired their board and and you leave behind like a 3-1 or a 3-2 and anything past that like any other sort of like quote value trades uh, makes this really, really ridiculous so this is me just thinking it's like okay how much will the boards change they'll definitely change a little bit and this is not going to be a card that you are just looking at it's like oh man i just spam this when it comes to turn six this is not like a dqa right and it's it's part of the reason why you should use it as it yeah it's one of the situations where you you might have to set up a little bit you might have to bait your opponents a little bit you might have to wait a turn or two and for lack of better terms luck into it like your Mm -hmm. opponent plays a board but Man, is it really, really freaking good. Um I, I, I just really like this uh the kind of board that you can put together and put pressure on your opponents while kind of clearing a lot of their stuff. So yeah, I like it. It could not be as good as I'm thinking of, but I'm just trying to picture the board afterwards and I think it'll still be B plus worthy.
0: So. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's entirely dependent on on the board state. Yeah. Um, and w- what you typically see out there. And this card is just the swing is so big. The swing is so big when it hits. Like, imagine getting like three three twos and then also clearing everything on your opponent's board. For six mana. Like it's just it's a huge tempo swing when it hits. Um when it when it doesn't hit though and I mean you're not going to play when it does a hit. So it's just going to sit as a dead card in your hand for quite a long time, I think. And that is that is why the value is not actually insane. Like you'll you'll get destroyed by this card as if it were an S+ tier card. And you will do the same thing to your opponents. But much like Nightcap, how Nightcap does not actually deal 3 damage, you know, play a 6 6 at 5 mana. This card is not actually going to hit its peak um with uh, with with great frequency, um, but yeah, uh, it's still B plus B plus, insanely good Night captain levels. All right, moving on. We are now in the paladin zone. So the final two uh, B plus cards are both paladin cards. Um, they are first ring of courage. Ring of courage is a two mana uh, spell, tradable. Give a minion plus one, plus one. Then repeat for each enemy minion. So if your opponent has one thing on the board, it's a plus two, plus two.
1: Yeah. So it doesn't take much for this thing to be pretty good. As Mm -hmm. in, okay, uh, we remember sort of like um, the what the pre nerf like mark of the wild or you know hand of a doll and those have extra modifications right one has taunt mm. one has draw a card and everything oh by the way you might want to move the card up no, um sorry. but this is just pretty solid like you're just going to get a decent amount of stats and typically that's when you need the stats right like you you when they have more minions you probably want more stats on the thing uh and if you have a two mana plus three plus three that's pretty good and remember um that just takes two minions like two mana Mm -hmm. plus three plus three is a is quite a good card that's like a much cheaper it's half the price of blessing of kings and you are getting like uh three quarters of it right Mm -hmm. um So it's just really solid and I think it's easy for people to look at it and be like whoa wait this isn't crazy and it's like no it's not crazy but you put it on a taunt when they're really threatening you and that's when you need the stats the most right you put on something that has life steal that's when you need the stats the most um stats still matter at the end you know we're coming down a little bit we've talked about DQA we talked about Nyxia. We talked about all these things that blow things out. So I think it's easy to get into this mindset of like, nothing matters, only <laughs> DQA and Anixia. So that still matter in the end. Just think of this yeah. meta, right? Everybody talks about the top classes and they talk about Snowfall. They talk about Wild, po- wild Palm, yeah. Inquisitor, Cycle of Hatred. How many games are just won by playing random shit? Maybe you see a night captain here or there, and then the you know the mid-range deck that has spammed out some stuff goes face and they win. That's the majority of games, actually. It's not a vast majority, you know, like there's enough such that people are really angry about all those things and the two classes that I just talked about. But a lot of games are just won and lost by normal hearthstones. Even yep. nowadays, this is a normal Hearthstone card, and that's fine. It doesn't stop normal Hearthstone cards from
0: being good. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the scaling it works really in your favor once you get off the curve mm-hmm. because it's like when does your opponent not have any minions on their side and it's your turn, right? They they always play a minion. Yep. Um, and later on in the game, they usually play two or three minions. Usually. So, this card has, like, a in the arena at least, it has this, like, subtle effect that's like those rank-up cards, where as you have more total mana, the card just does more. Um, it also uh, can be tradable if you just, like, don't have a board to buff and your opponent is just, like, focusing on big things. So, it, it it's one of those utility cards that uh, that actually ends up being uh, quite good. It, uh... The number of times in which your minion was going to be eaten, and instead you buff it and your minion eats your opponent's minion, and from that point on the game irrevocably irrevocably swings in your favor and you get that board and you get that face damage and you are a paladin and that is what you need is so high. Like for paladin. So this is this is what you need. And of course at the end of the day, it's tradable. Um yeah.
1: You're not stuck with this card. If you need to find something else, <clears throat> great, find something else. Uh, and that's that adds a lot to it because these days, especially in this meta, um, you know, we talked about why does something like Bunker Sergeant or a Ram Commander, uh, you know, why are they so high? It's because like not only is it exactly what you need, it keeps you in the game, right? Um, and this could keep you in the game because of what we talked about but if you really need something specific fine trade it away i think tradable uh in like the upcoming meta is just going to be more valuable than ever before um Mm -hmm. if you don't want to get blown out if you have something that's awkward if you really need to find your huge late game hitter uh, you know you're coming up on turns eight and turn nine and you feel the game slipping away and you're like no nah, i like the ring of courage it's just kind of useless for me i want one more draw into that really good thing yeah then this card is really good as just a tradable token so use it
0: all right uh next b plus card is also a paladin uh it is the battle of the car how do you pronounce it? Vicar? Yeah, Vicar, Vicar, Vicar. I don't know. Okay, it's a Battle Vicar. It's a 2 mana 1 3. Battle Cry, discover a holy spell. It's, it's, it's really good. Discovering spells is really good. This yeah, card does discovering it. Discovering
1: a spell is pretty good. Um, there's really not a lot of spells out there. Like, the vast majority are going to be the core cards. So, if you want that Bok, uh, if you want that Consecrate, I didn't exactly run the percentages on it, but, like, um, yeah, you have an incredibly high chance of, like, getting one of those, like, really impactful ones. So, it's good.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's talk about the B-tier cards. The B-tier cards are the bread and butter of your game. If you look at Alteric... um somewhere between c and b like c plus and b is usually where all the cards in your deck is so if you get a b card you're pretty happy with it but you're not like super happy with it um and uh yeah like they're they're helpful in your deck they're not hurting your deck once you get to c plus they're kind of hurting your deck a little um so the first one we're going to talk about our first neutral card that is not uh raid boss and nexio So uh, this is the neutral card, the only neutral common, uh, sorry, uh, the only neutral rare in this set, and it is Gear Grubber. Four mana, four five taunt. If you end your turn with any unspent mana, reduce this card's cost by one.
1: This is one that uh, okay. Explain your reasoning for it. I th- okay, first of all,
0: this doesn't does this work when it's in your deck? No, right? No, no, no it has, no, be it has your, to be in your head. head. It has to be in your head. Okay, good. So uh, four mana, four or five taunt, pretty good, right? Already. Um, the question is, how often are you going to be able to inefficiently use your mana and not on purpose because you're just kind of like banking a mana uh, when you when you do that. Uh, when this card is in your hand Play out the early game 1 mana If you don't have a 1 mana minion Then you bank 1 mana You play your 2 drop, you play your 3 drop This is your 3 drop, right? And you have a very overstated 3 drop And it's really, really good But, you have to have it in your hand Before uh, The end of turn 1 So if you draw it on turn 2, if you draw it on turn 3 It doesn't work, unless you're missing your 2 drop you draw it on turn 2 so the chances of you having this on turn three is less than half, significantly. Like not like terrible, but it is. I don't know. Maybe I didn't run the entire math on it, but I'm guessing around forty percent, if not lower. I don't know how long games are going to go in this uh, in this new meta, um, with all the raid boss Nexia's and Dragon Queen Alexstrasza's and all the discovers. I think it's going to go on for for longer than this current meta. Uh, that would be my my prediction uh, especially with uh, one of the the key cards coming in being that seven seven taunt um that you can't remove with spells so you're going to have some times in which this is going to be a three mana four five but it's not going to be most of the time and if you have a coin it's the same thing right like if you have another three drop and then this card you don't do anything on turn one and then you coin into it it's the same deal and those are the Good uses of this card, but you can't really control it. It's all luck. If you get this card later on, it's a 4-mana, four 4-5, four, but later on you're not hanging mana as much, and you're really going to fit this card into your play whenever you can. So is it really going to be reduced? Like, I think people have this idea that because you can just keep it in your hand and it'll keep getting reduced whenever you inefficiently use your mana, uh, it's going to be reduced to like zero mana at some point, and then you just like throw it out. That's almost never going to happen because you would have to hang four mana on four separate turns while this card burns a hole in your hand at least half of those turns this card is totally playable for a good like good over tempo so you would actually just play this card out by the time it hits like two mana probably at worst uh really likely even by three mana you would do it Um, remember, there's a lot more card generation happening now, and, um, especially with things like Ram Commander that's still going to be in, and still going to be insanely good. Uh, you're going to have a lot less turns that are purely awkward on a mana, uh, on a mana perspective. So, I ran a bunch of math, and it is a B. I
1: can get behind that. Uh, and remember, guys, B is where you have stuff like Basilisk, right? That's where you have stuff like Raptic Golem so it's good um i i kind of agree with where this ended up so i think it's easy to look at this card and think about all of these other cards that you can manipulate and be like oh it can get like like you know much cheaper but this one just one per turn if you have any unspent mana so a really good scenario i guess is like okay you don't do anything on turn one which is like happens a decent amount Most of times of time. right like a mm. lot of times uh and then what you have the coin and you coin out a three mana four or five taunt which is quite good not as game winning as it used to be i mean that's not game winning at all right let's face it; it's not <laughs> game winning it's just quite good um and if you keep spending turns by not using your mana, you're you know, you are probably falling behind in some way as well. And it's not like you can extra bank, right? It's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I skip all of my turn 2 and it reduces this cost by 2." Still cost, um still reduces the uh, the cost by 1. So, yeah, it's good. Uh and potentially you, you could sort of like do some things and on turn like five or something get this out for really cheap like one mana or even zero mana while you were still doing kind of like equivalent things to your opponent but yeah the more i look at it the harder it is for me to see and i'm like a b is definitely more than fair
0: yep um okay but it's gonna be an interesting card and remember it's a beat card you're going to still pick it a decent number of times you'll
1: pick it a decent cards. amount of
0: times even as
1: if it's a four mana four or five taunt. you know we've yeah. seen that's kind of okay um you will also lose to this sometimes just like i mean think about basilisk and Raptor Golem. you lose to those sometimes and what i mean you lose to those like those had a big effect on whether or not you won or lost the game mm-hmm. um and that'll happen with this card, I think, as well.
0: Okay. Uh, next card, again, another B. I'm going to go to this one. This is one we had. This is the only card that we had a significant disagreement on. And you know, we usually talk it out, and we end up on the same page on pretty much all the cards. But this one, we're just coming at it from different perspectives. And that is Keen Reflex. It is a two mana Demon Hunter card, spell, common. Deal 1 damage to all minions. Honorable kill. Gain plus 1 attack this turn. The honorable kill triggers for each one you kill. So, Murps has it as a B, and I have it as a C. I started out even lower, and I was eventually talked up to like a C. But I, I would not go higher than a C for this card.
1: I like it. Um, I'll tell you guys why I like it. I'm The, the more I see where the meta is trending and the more i play uh the more i like these effects that mathematically you're just like well it doesn't exactly add up right um just like kind of bunker sergeant uh with the last expansion um if you look at something like a ram commander right doesn't immediately blow you away and you're like whoa you're getting a huge amount you kind of just want these cards that keep you in the game you know these small aoe effects we've seen are decent i know dreads actually likes beakered light uh lightning in his shaman decks now and it's just sort of like okay i want these cards that help me solve this problem i want to get to my end game because you kind of better have an end game these days i don't want to get blown out before then uh yes this hits your own minions but i think A couple of factors beyond what I just said, push it over the top, Um, the honorable kill. You know, you gain plus one attack for each time you honorably kill with this. You can gain like an extra three attack with it. Uh, Quite flexible. Sometimes you can use that to just push a little bit of face and with Demon Hunters, that face pressure is pretty valuable. The more I just thought about it, I'm like, you know what, I, I, I'm i going to give it that sort of bunker sergeant ram commander treatment of it's just more than the sum of its individual kind of mathematical parts. And I'm thinking back, like w- we had this conversation, like I, I remember in mm-hmm. last expansion, I wanted bunker sergeant high, like, you know, I was hiring bunker mm-hmm. sergeant, you were a little bit lower. Um, and part of the reason was you, you were just like, okay, let's add it up. It doesn't exactly add up, right? And I was just like, yes, I agree with you. Because if you just combine Arcane Explosion, sometimes, right, uh, with a pretty bad body of 2-4 body, it's like, it doesn't exactly add up. But I'm just like, ah, oh, I-, I just like this as a package. Even though you shouldn't like it as a package, actually. But mm-hmm. the package just sort of works. I don't exactly know what the meta is going to be. Like, I, you know, this isn't us working on the tier tiering list. I, We're not, like going to tell you okay this is exactly what your average board state is going to be like on these specific turns but i'm looking at this and i'm just getting that bunker sergeant vibe i'm getting all these vibes and i'm just thinking about how the meta is i'm like okay you want to get to your bombs this is going to help you get there this is going to help you survive to make the plays to do all of this stuff to just cut out some of these losses in which you're just like well that was like that sucked. I didn't even really had a chance to play. I wish I had a bunker sergeant. I wish I had a keen reflex. So that's my understanding. Like, that's what I'm thinking when I rate this a B. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I, I broke this down with merps and we have the same assumptions about everything. It was like how often is this going to honorably kill? How many attack are you gaining? You know, how much damage you're dealing with it, and it all came down the same. And I don't think the numbers lie. This upcoming meta is not going to be the same meta as it is before. Uh, I mean, it's guaranteed to not be the same, but I mean, it's going to be fundamentally different because the sets coming in are not sets that have a ridiculous number of things that uh, you want to ping. It's not going to be drastically different uh, for, in terms of pingable things because a lot of the pingable things actually come from, um, uh, from Alteric itself. Uh, but it's going to be not as tilted in that direction. Like, the meta we come, we came in from, like Bunker sergeant and Ram Commander, are uniquely insanely good in that. And you can tell, because Mermy is insanely good in that meta. Like, we know... We've been tracking Mermy since forever, and it's always a good card, but it's never even close to being this good. And it is this good in this current meta. In the next meta, it will not be that good. Like... I am happy to be proven wrong, but if Mermy is the number one neutral non-legendary card in this upcoming meta, then I am terrible, terrible, terrible at guessing the meta. I'll bet Mermy doesn't even crack the top five. Um, And with that assumption, which is where Mermy normally is, Mermy normally is not uh, past the top five, uh, this is a whirlwind... Where for one extra, and Whirlwind is terrible, and for one extra mana, you gain like two to three attack. Two to three attack is good, but you're also a demon hunter. You're using your face damage a lot, and your face is sensitive. We talk about the big swings. Um, Especially as a demon hunter, you don't want to be taking that much damage. You want to be taking it in an efficient way. And when you combine these two... You have an uncertain amount of damage that you're getting from your uh, from your uh, for, for for your like face the uh, amount of attack with a board clear that hits both sides. It makes it impossible to set up. Only reactively, like it's a it's just a terrible combination. Even aside from the numbers, so if anything, this card is lower than what its numbers should indicate, and its numbers are indicating a low C. So I would not be surprised if this card ends up being a D, um, like a D tier card within Demon Hunter. Uh, I think it has I, let's put it this way. I think it's more likely to end up being a D tier card than it is to be a B tier card. Um, but I, I have it at a at a at a C right now. Um, I I also would not draft Beaker in. Even in this meta, that still feels like a worse than Yeti card. Uh, I mean, I don't know how high dreads is drafting. Maybe he's drafting it over like crappy cards. Uh, but I would in, never take a beaker over in uh, Shaman over a Yeti. He's,
1: tra-
0: um, he's drafted it out, like multiple times uh, in, in like multiple Shaman decks. Okay. So um, that's uh, even in this meta, I don't think that adds up. Um, I think you know. A couple times is a couple times, right? There are always outlier decks that it works particularly well with, or outlier runs in which it does a lot. Um, Especially cards that are very extreme, like zero mana cards. Uh, But over the course of the long run, uh, I think these cards are not really that good in this meta. And they're going to be even worse in the next meta. So that's Keen reflex uh the next card is so that's the only card we tr- really disagreed on uh the next card is a b tier card also in demon hunter and it's not much to talk about it's wings of hate one mana summon two one one fell wings it upgrades when you have five mana and then it upgrades again when you have 10 mana so you'll you'll summon like three and then four three
1: and then four um it's good it's fine I don't know like you'll you'll take the owie cat right you'll you'll take the uh um <laughs> you know the, the the little tempo boost past five mana or at 10 mana,
0: it's fine mm-hmm. um next is furious howl furious howl is a hunter card and it is the best hunter card coming in and that is not good. There's going to be a couple classes where there's not a, a, a card that is better than Tier B. Some classes don't even have a card better than Tier C. Uh, and Hunter's one of them. Furious How is two mana. I mean, first of all, Hunter's going to be fine, right? Like, the, the Explorer is coming in. Literally an S-plus tier card for Dragon Discovers. But Furious How is two mana. Draw a card. Repeat until you have at least three cards. So, you'll draw plenty of cards with this if you're a fast Hunter. And it's very good if you're a fast hunter. But are fast hunters going to be good in this meta? I don't know, right? If they are, then this card gets even better. Uh, If they're not, and instead we're just sitting there discovering stuff all day, even as a hunter, because of Emerald Explorer, then this card may not be all that good. Um, But in an average meta, it would be B. And it's hard to call the meta right now. Yeah, uh, you just never know what'll
1: happen because Blizzard might even forget to put some cards in. This (laughs) happened multiple times. Uh Uh, Maybe they forget to put some stuff in. Maybe they change the way that things discover. Who knows? Uh, Yeah, it's like a... For the meta that I'm thinking of, it's not going to be good. But I'm, you know, I'm a little bit unsure. I would say for the meta that I'm envisioning, it's going to be like a low B might fall to like the seas mm-hmm. um but
0: uh we'll see how it goes yep and i believe we have okay we have one more b tier card the final b tier card is in warrior it is uh, a four mana yeti with a taunt uh, what was it called a nixian drake it's a dragon that's important uh four mana, four five, taunt, battle cry, deal damage equal to your armor to an enemy minion. Um that's a good armor synergy. Because even with six mana, you can do it on the same turn, and it's totally fine. You've added two more mana, you've added two more damage. Is it ideal? No, but if you need to deal two damage to something to kill it, this will solve your problem. And if you have armor just like hanging out from before, or you have some kind of other synergy with armor, this can get kind of insane um so it's a b like if it didn't have this ability it would be a c
1: yeah it's good uh don't discount this ability there are definitely some ways to gain armor you'll just hero power sometimes as well and i love the fact that this taunts it's kind of exactly Mm -hmm. what you want as a warrior so nice solid b card that also enables other things because it's dragon
0: yup Alright, now we're moving on to the C-plus cards. There are two C-plus cards. These are a tiny bit worse than the average card in your deck, but not by much. You probably won't care too much about it. Um, The first one is... Let's go with the neutral one first. It is Bonker. It is an epic card. You won't see it a lot. It's also weird. You may not want to draft it, but it's actually okay. Uh, It's a 3-mana 1-5 minion that has frenzy and honorable kill draw a card so what that means to my understanding and how I calculated this uh and this may go up or down a tiny bit probably not that much based on if I'm wrong about this understanding but frenzy if you remember means if it gets damaged the very first time that it gets damaged this triggers and it survives this triggers Honorable kill means if you affirmatively attack something with this and it kills that thing, you draw a card. Well, you have to deal perfect damage. Yeah, right. Well, if you kill it, you attack it and kill it. Yes, you have to deal perfect damage. If you have to deal perfect damage, it. yes. But this is one damage, right? So if you don't buff it, it's
1: just Accounting right. right. you know, for the yeah yeah. yeah. It, you
0: know, yeah, yeah. But, well, but if you buff let's it, let's throw it, that out there. It, yeah. Okay. Um so these are independent. Yes, they are independent. Which means it's a 3-mana 1-5. They're probably not going to kill it in one turn. You're almost guaranteed to draw one card uh, if you play it on curve. If you play it later on and you have the board, you're also very likely to be able to draw a card. Um, but even afterwards, you can then honorably kill and draw more cards.
1: That is also my understanding. You guys can tell me if we are wrong. But that is my understanding, and that is uh, I agree with this rating one of the problems with this card is just like it's not too hard to generate cards to draw (laughs) cards uh and do all of that stuff uh a one five on three is not great and then of course later on it's obviously not great the honorable kill is like oh heesh you know how many times are you getting the honorable kill with that so a lot of things hold it down but i think the majority is just like there are so many ways to draw cards or generate cards um you're nothing special well bonker
0: yep um c plus still good check it out um don't don't pick it over actual good cards but it is not a card that you have to like avoid at all costs or anything uh the other c plus card is tooth of nefarian i know a lot of people really like this card um so i'm going to read the card and i'm going to uh Say kind of the same speech that we said for uh, Night Captain back in the back in the day of our last review and why that's only a B plus and not an A and I, I, I think we were right that it was a B plus and it's the same thing here. Tooth and the is a three mana rogue spell that says deal three damage, honorable kill, discover a spell from another class. So first off, discovering a spell from another class is really 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 insanely good. That's a very high value card. You get to discover, which means you have control over it. You won't get the total misses, at least not at all, with any frequency. So you're going to try really hard to honorably kill with this card. Just like with Night Captain, getting an additional plus three, plus three is really, really, really insanely good. You're going to try to honorably kill with that. But it also deals the same amount of damage as Night Captain, which is three damage. And if you think about Night Captain... And when you can use it, and when you can't use it, you'll have a good sense of when Tooth of Nefarian can be used, because in Tooth of Nefarian is even harder to use than Night Captain, because Night Captain once you hit your uh, honorable kill, you get insane tempo, uh, which kind of makes up for the fact that you're kind of like waiting around for it maybe for like a turn or two more than you would otherwise if it was just a six six deal three damage. Tooth and Nefarian, even if you get the chance to use it, you have to be comfortable anti-tempoing yourself. And you don't know what you're getting. And these days, 3 mana for 3 damage, much like 2 mana for 2 damage or 1 mana for 1 damage, is not that good. Um, And it gets worse the more mana you put in for more damage. Like, 4 mana for 4 damage is god-awful. 3 mana for 3 damage is, like, passable... But you're losing tempo compared to your opponent by doing this. Um, so if they don't have like a 5-3 on the board or you know something that you have to kill, it becomes tough to play. And uh, you want to play it. Like Because if the scenario comes up where they have something at 3 health, you really want to play this card, or else this becomes stuck in your hand for even longer. Right. The good part about Night Captain is that whenever the condition triggers, you can kind of play it. It's rare that you're like, I don't really want a 6-6 on the board. But a lot of times you don't need this extra spell in your hand just yet. And you'd rather have that tempo. And you can't do it. Because you, you, you kind of really want to trigger this. Or else who knows how long more you have to wait before you can trigger it. So that's why it's only a C+. Um, I feel like we're going to be on the lower side of rating for this compared to most people. And most people are going to look at it and say, oh my god, Discover, and like, three damage, three mana, that's okay. But the honorable kill, I think, really holds it back.
1: Yeah, this is one that I was initially a little bit higher on as well. Um, But man, that Nightcaps in comparison, I think, is very, very apt. Um, It's such a world of difference when you look at it between this and Night Captain and the guarantee that you get with Night Captain and if you're going to say to me well murps one is three mana one is five mana you know that doesn't matter <laughs> like it really doesn't matter uh,
0: and those one fringe one is a two mana six six one is a zero mana draw card uh discovery yeah card.
1: It, 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 like in the vast majority of times it doesn't matter you're discovering a spell but let's face it there are also a lot of really shit spells in the game as well your chances of completely missing are small it's it's not going to happen very often but you know uh, are there going to be times in which you miss sure are there going to be times in which you just get like a okay-ish card but now you're kind of like stuck you're a little bit unhappy that you just spent three mana to deal three damage yeah i can see all of those so taking all of those into account do i like it a little bit more than a c plus i don't know maybe but we're not too far off from what i think it is uh as well and for for those of you guys who are like oh but this is easier to trigger because you are a rogue uh with a night captain have you played night captain with rogue it's still not that easy like and we are comparing it's like yes if you are wondering if we rate rogue cards by remembering that you are a rogue yes we take that into consideration Night Captain is still not the easiest to play now. Yes, like you have the dagger, it is easier. Uh, And just like this is not the easiest to play. So I initially was higher on this and Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay, you you, you can talk me down.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's awkward. And again, we don't think it's a bad card. We think it's a slightly below average of your deck card. Yeah. Which, you know still means you're going to pick it very often over your other choices. <coughs> All right. Um, like, just to give an example, right? Evasive Drakonid is a C, so you would take this over Evasive Drakonid if you were only caring about value. And you're going to have an Evasive Drakonid in your deck probably in this meta. So this is... uh, We're at C+. This is still a, a good card. I don't want... People to walk away from us dissing it and saying, like, oh, God, I guess I shouldn't take it unless I have, like, no, you know, no other reasonable choices. Like, no, this is significantly better than a Yeti. Um, we're just being harsh on it because I haven't really looked at other people's ratings, but I just get the feeling that everyone's going to be, like, like everyone's going to be rating this car, like, at a B+. Um, and, and it's really a C+. And the difference in a B plus and a C+, is, is pretty big. Um... Like, it's not a battle of the car, is, is kind of what we're saying. It's not even close to a battle of the car. All right. We are now done with C pluses. We're going to go into a whole bunch of Cs. Cs are kind of the low end of C is where Yeti is, slash the high end of D plus, however you want to look at it. And then c's get to c's are actually kind of a narrow range because a lot of cards usually like end up falling in here this is what we consider like the standard card uh which means that you don't really want these in your deck but they're not gonna kill your run or anything like that um and you're gonna have a couple of these in your deck guaranteed so the first one is the neutral card this one's common you'll see it a lot uh it is Anexium warder five mana three six dragon battle cry if you're holding a dragon which you will be because it's a dragon meta summon two two one whelps with rush so here's the thing
1: uh says like oh you'll be holding dragon it's like yeah you'll be holding dragon sometimes uh the reason why this isn't higher first of all i I am shocked they didn't print this in 2022 as like at least a four six are you shocked Mm -hmm. i am absolutely floored they took stats away from this hardcore uh in order to have this like they could have printed this as a five six and i would have been like all right well you know arena in 2022 am i right uh i am floored that they did not print this as at least a four six and they actually pushed it down to a three six such that you cannot play a five mana three six uh in in today's arena are you going to be holding a dragon sometimes? sometimes. You're not going to have the dragons all the most time. of the time.
0: Most of the time you're going to be holding a dragon.
1: So well, it's also very class dependent, right? It's like mm. very yep. class dependent. Uh so yeah, like this is just a, a pretty fair card. It's crazy. Like in today's arena as well like even if this didn't have a tag it was just like oh five mana three six that dealt four damage onto the board you're like okay that's pretty fair you know that's like kind of that's kind of all right um i so i i'm very surprised and then once you put this qualifier you know this requirement for the battle cry
0: it's just not that good man Yeah. um you're gonna. this is going to be deck-dependent because the battle cry is so important. So if you have a lot of dragons in your deck, uh, this is going to be significantly better, potentially. And on the converse, if you don't have many dragons in your deck at all, this is unpickable. <laughs> so you'll know. Like, you'll know how many dragons you have in your deck. But this is kind of the average of what we expect to see uh, in, in this upcoming meta for the Valley, which is around the sea. You know, I, I'm just shocked that. that this is, like, something that they
1: printed. Like, this this seems like it, it, it should have been three years ago, you know, mm-hmm. at,
0: at least. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's a sea C-level card. Next up, we have our two other Hunter cards that are both C-level. Again, C-level means it's a tiny bit better than a Yeti. You're, it's not a very exciting card, but it's not going to tank your deck at, at all. Um it's just not going to. Grab you those wins. Where are hunters? Okay, here we go. So the first one is Pet Collector, 5 mana, 3 3. Battlecry, summon a beast from your deck that costs 5 mana or less. If you just kind of think about what you're summoning, it's probably like around a three threes worth of stuff, most likely, depending on what you have in your deck. Uh, it could be more, it could be less. There'll be random situations in which you happen to no longer have beasts in your deck for whatever reason, right? Remember, it's a dragon meta. Uh, you're going to have a lot of dragons, so that means you'll have a little less beast than you're used to. Um, but yeah, a, for, for a five mana card, it kind of needed to do stuff. And this one does put out a decent amount of stats, but it's very unclear what it's actually doing. It's okay. Because uh, look, you already get a 3-3, which means you don't
1: need that much stats uh, in order for this to be like worth it. <laughs> so you can manipulate it uh a little bit this is obviously going to be a card in which if you're deep into your draft the score is going to change pretty significantly um but like i said you don't need a, a truckload of stats uh from whatever you pull out to make it worth it right it's like if you get a three four from it you're like oh okay you know that's fine so basically, no. a, a standard 3-drop from it. If you get a standard 3-drop from it, see you know? And it, that's what
0: you should expect.
1: Is, is that uh, an average-ish card? Yeah, it is.
0: That's where we're at. Mm-hmm. And finally, we have... Uh, not finally, but the, the other Hunter card that is a C and the last Hunter card is Dragonbane Shot. Dragonbane Shot is 2 mana, deal 2 damage. Honorable Kill... Add a Dragonbane shot to your hand. So, two mana deal two damage. Again, we keep saying this: three mana deal three damage, two mana deal, deal two damage. They're not great. They're a little anti-tempo, but it's initiative, right? Two mana deal two damage is much better than three mana deal three damage. And when you add an honorable kill to it, it's good that it triggers. The problem is that the only thing that the honorable kill does is allow you to use this card again. Um... <laughs> uh so uh, because this card is not a great card getting it again is just guaranteeing that you get another not great card like you'd rather like draw a card or like discover a card or something um so yeah like it's it's fine i'll, I'll take it over a yeti it solves problems um but it's not it's not special nope all right Now we're going to go on to Mage. Mage has two uh, C-tier cards. And if you notice, we haven't talked about Mage yet. This is the first time we're talking about Mage, which means it's it's not a good time for Mage uh, in this mini set. Not getting a lot of stuff. So the first Mage card that is coming in is Drakefire Amulet. It is a 10-mana fire spell that is tradable. Thank God this tradable is so important. Uh, And uh, its text is, discover two dragons, summon them. So, all those great battle cries that these dragons have, you don't get them.
1: Yeah, look, the tradable really, really saves this card. And by save, I mean, you know, just... just, just Makes it playable. Makes it playable. Um, (laughs) Basically, all the dragons are battle cry... And for the ones with persistent effects, uh, great. You know, there's not like a ton of them. There's not a ton of them, and it's also just like okay. Well, you have also just spent all of your mana. So Mm -hmm. if you are thinking of, you know, for example, one of the dragons that we're going to talk about, uh, you know what? Do you want to just introduce that dragon right right, now?
0: Let's introduce the legendary dragon that's coming in from Mage. This is also a C, same tier, like right above a Yeti. It is. Hale, Matron Protectorate. It is an 8-mana 412 dragon, and it says, After you cast the spell, deal 4 damage randomly split among all enemies, including the, the hero. So look, I mean, it's a
1: Flame Waker, but a lot more expensive and clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course, you know, this one can go face, which is sometimes good, sometimes bad uh so yeah you could like get this i guess Uh, you you could get other stuff you could just get a huge pile of stats but remember what i said for 10 mana you need a lot of stats and not just Mm -hmm. stats stats that do something um you know even with something like uh what was that 10 mana taunt colossus right you had a giant taunt that spawned another giant taunt and unless you had sort of like some sort of polymorph effect or whatever uh it was a just sticky body on the board it protected you so even though it didn't have initiative uh you you know it it still did something to impact the board here you could get like um i don't know some big bodies right you could even get like what 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 would be a high roll like an 8 8 plus a 412 and I'm not even nope. talking about the 412 that has a persistent effect. Like, just an 8-8 and a 412, right? Like, mm-hmm. you found the Ysera, and you also found the Alexstrasza, but you're missing their battle cry. so you get some stats. But, man, 10 mana, even just to summon that these days, it could be enough if you're in no danger, but if you're in any sort of danger... You're probably in danger. You're probably in danger. Um, that's not good enough. Like, you can't just be summoning those things uh so you don't even have taunts yeah there 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 are no taunts these days uh you better find the um the, the, the evasive, evasive dragon yeah you better find that and you could
0: find yeah, and that. or like rush ones right like you know even a, a dragon queen uh sorry even a nixia uh, yeah has a that you know without whelps, it's still an 8-8 rush
1: but once again 10 minutes <laughs> uh you're you like you know what are the 10 mana things you're used to um box box, right uh something like survival of the fittest Mm -hmm. for druid but that's like very different you know that's druid everything's very different there but uh, here it just is a bit underwhelming um and yes this is something that chat is pointing out it's like well at least it's tradable yes thankfully Mm -hmm. it is
0: tradable. if it's not tradable it's not c it's like d yeah, it's not like a little worse if it's not tradable. It's, it's a lot worse if it's yes. not tradable.
1: So yeah, it's it's good, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: that it's tradable. Like it, but I I but the I'm not drafting sense. it high. It's just like the the standard for
0: ten mana spells is really <laughs> really high now. Yeah, like because remember like when Murphs keeps up, that there's no flexibility. You can't like also ping something or deal damage to something. You have a turn in which you can't taunt, you have no initiative, and you can't remove anything. And then you have to survive. Uh, it's rough. Like, you're just not gonna, this is just a dead card, like, so often, even at 10 mana. Like, people are thinking, like, oh, I can just play when I get to 10 mana, and then I'll have all this stuff. No, this is not a box. You can't just play it. You, you usually won't be able to play it. It's usually a dead card that you just trade away. But, like, if you are in a position where you can play it, then it becomes powerful yeah um and once again this is it's
1: still a C like it's not I I know we're trashing this a lot
0: we trashed on everything C tier and below because we're basically trying to say like on average you shouldn't be picking these cards over like as one of your three options right like on average but you will end up with many cases in which this is the best card you're offered
1: right like you're gonna end up with quite a few C cards in your deck Mm mhm just out of necessity
0: and they don't like lose um,
1: you the game or anything I, we're just trying to say don't prioritize this card yeah. but you will draft this a decent amount it's it's by no means uh an, uh an actual trash card even though we are trashing on it a little bit here <laughs> but no it's not a trash I feel trash like
0: people are going to rate this all over the place like some people yeah. are going to think this is like you know top tier card and other people are going to think this is unplayable but it's in the middle um okay uh next one is the other legendary which is a priest card uh it is Mida, pure light six mana four six divine shield lifesteal death rattle shuffle a fragment into your deck it resummons Mida when drawn it's not much to say here uh it's just a stat thing with healing and then some percent chance of getting it revived um pretty straightforward it's better than a yeti you know not, not much better than a Yeti, though. You can see that the stats are like okay. That's good. It's good. It's fine. Uh, and f- is it finally? Yeah, finally, for C to end our Cs, we have Sparamount, which is a shaman buff. You don't see that that often. Um, and shaman buffs are always a little weird. This one is 2 mana and it is a common one. It, it says give a minion +1/+2 plus plus and spell damage +1 when it dies, summon a spirit raptor. If you remember the mounts, you just get the, the spirit raptor is the 1 2 with spell damage +1, it's the same thing.
1: It's okay. Uh just having a buff is nice. It this just unfortunately doesn't exactly do enough, but the spell damage is is handy to just like have as well right you buff something um i think a c is fine if you guys like it a little bit better i'm not gonna argue with you on that um i think if anything you like it a little less yeah it's like a little bit more and a
0: little bit less this is just like this is fine it's okay Yeah, no. i think it's up towards the top end of what i would give it it's still like anti-tempo immediately quite a bit if you don't use the spell damage on the same turn and that one-two raptor is probably not doing much at the time it comes out, um, but that's a lot of stuff, right? Like it does do spell damage, it does give initiative, it does potentially save your minion, and then it has a death rattle on it. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a pickable card. You know, you pick it around where a yeti is. Um, okay. Now we're going to talk about the one D-plus card that exists. Uh, D-plus means it's a tiny bit below a Yeti. Um, But again, Yetis are fine in your deck. You don't really want to be drafting them, but if you have to, you're not like, oh no, a Yeti. Uh, This is Smokescreen. Smokescreen is eight mana. Draw five cards. Trigger any death rattles drawn. So, Sprint now is uh, 6 mana, draw 5 cards. This one is for 2 more mana, you trigger any death rattles you draw. You're drawing 5 cards. This card is going to be better or worse depending on what death rattles you have, obviously. Um, It's going to swing quite a bit based on that. But, ultimately, what you're looking for with this card is a deck that needs card draw and can survive until then. And then it does what it does, right? It gives you the card draw.
1: Why isn't this tradable? This would be the perfect tradable yes. card. Tradable would go so well with this. As in, it would make it so much better, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's like very little in between, right? It, it's just like how I was talking about that Warrior, you know, plus two, plus one, and Rush card. I'm like, why does this have tradable? And here, I'm just like, God, I wish this actually had tradable. Yeah. Uh, and oh, it, sorry.
0: Sprint only draws four cards. My bad.
1: So... Yeah. It is what it is. This doesn't have tradable. I wish it did, but incredibly clunky. Could win you a game, though. Could win you a game or two, because we all have those games. Yeah, we all have those games in which you're just kind of at a stalemate. Both people have run out of fuel, but you guys are still relatively healthy. You know, both of you guys are at, like, 19 health and 21 health, but you guys are running out of stuff. All right, play your smokescreen, and then you
0: just win the game. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. Uh, now we're going to move on to the D cards the D cards are bad uh, they're going to lose you some games but you're going to pick up some of these because they're better than the F tier cards so try to avoid these these are the cards, whether we shit on them or not Like they should be pretty obviously bad uh, and if you think that they're good um, I don't know um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it, maybe some of these are confusing but there's not a lot of D cards usually, uh, especially these days uh, and um, you really should be avoiding these cards. So the first one, let's just get it out of the way. It's a neutral legendary. Um, it is Kazakusan, and it is an 8-mana, 8-8 dragon. Battle cry: if all minions in your deck are dragons, craft a custom deck of treasures. I don't know what any of that means, but the, your deck is not going to only be dragons, so it's just 8-mana, eight 8-8. Eight uh, eight.
1: So the custom treasures are dual treasures.
0: Oh my god Okay, okay Whatever this is, this is a 8 mana, 8, 8 in the arena um, Next up We have that last mage card This is the bad mage card As opposed to the other Okay-ish mage cards This is deep breath 5 mana, fire spell Deal 1 damage to a minion and his neighbors Improved by the number of other spells in your hand You will not have that many other spells in your hand This is not dealing that much damage. Um, It's still doing something, right? It's not like F. It's not like doing nothing. Like, if you just hold on to it for a while, as you should, you may get to a point where you have, like, two spells in your hand. Maybe, right? Depends on what, you know, what the rest of your uh, deck is doing. Um, But yeah, I, I find it hard to imagine this card ever being actually good no matter what kind of a deck you have. Like, you just can't have that many spells in a deck. They're not going to offer it to you, and it'll be really clunky for you to have. Do you know what are the spells in 2022? Minions.
1: <laughs> yes. Minions are spells. <laughs> like, what is a night captain but a spell, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, like, most... What is a bunker sergeant but a spell? Like, they are more spells than minions. they are spells that happen to leave behind a body at the same time so minions are the new spells
0: yep all right next up stormwind avenger um this is potentially tricky maybe you think it's an okay card it's not an okay card it's a three mana one five paladin card after you cast a spell on this minion it gains plus two attack okay if it gains plus two attack it's a three five that is like okay like that that's good for a three drop, but you're doing it after the turn because you have to cast a spell on it. It's it's like even if you trigger it, which is not that easy, it's like okay, you're unlikely to trigger it in most games.
1: Yeah, this is like if someone told you, it's like oh hey, uh, there's this great place they're selling really really cheap fax machines, and you're just like. Wait a second. <laughs> like, that sounds like a, it's like, uh, you know, that, that's cool and everything, but do I really want a fax machine? Like, sometimes I might. Maybe. I could get a cheap fax machine. And, like, sometimes you want to buff this, but, like, do I really want to gain that advantage? <laughs> like, just just to have this? A lot of times you have other stuff you want to buff, right? Even when you have a buff and have a choice. So it's not even like, do, do I have a choice of whether or not I can buff it? Or you know, do I have the Blessing of Kings? Do I have the whatever? It's like, oh, do I want to buff this? Uh yeah, it becomes a three five, but I got this other thing with Divine Shield and that's better. So yeah, you can make that fax machine like a lot cheaper, but <laughs> I-, I don't know if you even want
0: that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, next is a priest card it is light maul nether drake again we're in the D categories do not pick these unless you absolutely have to it's a 4 mana 4-4 dragon battle cry for holding a holy and a shadow spell deal 3 damage to all other minions again you're unlikely to be holding 2 spells period maybe you can wait for them but the chance that one's a holy and one's a shadow kind of low
1: deal 3 damage
0: to all other minions good really good for this card but like this is a constructed card
1: some people are thinking of the scenario where you know you have the five-five taunt yeah. that has the death rattle, draw both, and you're like, "Well, I could just play this after that." And it's like, "Well, now we're just introducing more." <laughs> it's like well, we're throwing more things <laughs> up in there. It's like, "What if unicorns existed?" And then it's like, "Oh, what if I were friends with like the Rock and a unicorn existed?" I'm like, I, I don't know, dude. We're we're getting a little bit too far. Uh, this
0: is just a 4-mana, four 4-4 four, four dragon. And that is not good. Uh, yeah. Next up is... Oh, this is actually kind of interesting. It's a uh, SI7 smuggler in Rogue. 3-mana, 1-3. Battle price. Summon a random minion with cost equal to the amount of SI7 cards you've played this game. Which is probably zero. But, but it could be one. <laughs> um, and... Even at zero, it's going to be like, like a, a, a wisp or something.
1: Well, wait,
0: you... does this count itself? Oh, I don't know. I don't think it counts. Does it count itself? If it counts itself, then, then this is rated wrong by us. We need to change it. Chat, let us know if it counts itself. This I've been is something it does not count I, itself. Will,
1: I, I will just ask on the spot
0: because it's something I just thought of. Uh... Yeah, I never even thought of it. Okay, chat thinks it probably doesn't. I, I I don't think it does either. So let's say it doesn't for now, and if it doesn't, then it's a one three with a probably one one. But that one one could be a two one or a one three maybe. If could you, be you know, could play be it later on. Um and yeah, I mean that's not good, but it's not game losing.
1: All right. So assuming that it's not yeah yeah it's it's pretty
0: pretty trash. But it's not F. It's, like, just an understated 3-drop. Like, is it better than a 3-mana three 3-3? Three, three? No, but it's close. Assuming that you have played something. No, 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 even if you haven't played it. Like, you get a 1-1 one, one with a 1-3. Because you're still summoning a 0-mana uh, thing. Like, you're still Oh, yeah, 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 right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not just a 3-mana 1-3. It's a 3-mana 1-3 with at least a 1-1. One, one. Um... So it still does something. That's why it's a D and not an F. But yeah, don't pick it. Alright, now we're on to our F plus card. There's a card that is F plus. It's very bad, but it does do something. And we felt bad giving it an F. Um, you passed it. Did I pass it? I don't really want to look at it. Wait, what? what is this? Oh, it's a priest card. Okay, here it is. Horn of Rafion It is a priest common spell. It is not a holy spell, not a shadow spell, by the way. Draw a minion. If it is a dragon, summon 2-2-1 two, two, whelps with rush. So Man. if the randomly drawn arena minion out of your deck is a dragon, you get 2-2-1 two, two, whelps with rush, and then this card becomes, like, okay... But but it's not going to be a dragon the vast majority of times, and then you just spent three mana to draw a minion, and that's bad. But that's not like the worst, you know. Like it's still a card you can like cycle it. Like it's a thing still, even though it's a very bad thing.
1: So yeah, F plus. it's an F plus. That's fine.
0: Yeah, don't think like, oh my god, I have six dragons in the deck and like, you know, all 20 minions. That's a pretty good chance. No, six divided by 20, like, you know, do the math. Uh, It's still a terrible chance for this to do anything. Just like, don't pick this card.
1: Six is high.
0: Yeah, I mean, six is high, but like, you know, if you have a dragon deck,
1: right? Even if you have a dragon deck, yeah, sure.
0: Uh, Bracing Cold is the next card. These are Fs now. Like, this is a Shaman card. Two mana Frost Spell. Restore five health to your hero. Reduce the cost of a random spell in your hand by two. So one, you need a spell in your hand. Two, you're using up a card. So you're just like throwing a card away. And you're throwing the mana away too to bank. Which is not necessarily a positive thing. And in exchange you you gain five health to your hero. No. Just, Just no. Um finally we have curse of agony curse of agony is a shadow spell for warlock it is one mana shuffle three agonies into the opponent's deck they deal fatigue damage when drawn no
1: all right those uh those are those are the cards
0: that's uh onyxia's lair uh like, as usual with these mini-sets that come with a rotation, the rotation is going to matter a lot more than the mini-set itself. And so, what you're going to see a lot of is frickin' Twin Tyrant. It's Ysera. It's Dragon Queen Alexstrasza. It's now Raid Boss Anexia added on top of that mess. And you're going to see all the Explorers. Emerald, Primordial, Bronze, Azure. And they're all going to run around discovering these legendary dragons It's going to make your life help. Uh, that's the meta we're kind of going to step into. And um, then you have a bunch of cards that can make it a little more interesting because it's a mini set.
1: Yep. Um, So look, when this hits tomorrow, dive in, you know, feel free to uh, just experience the glory of the Clown Fiesta that will be Arena uh, you're going to have your lows, as in a lot of the cards that you draft are not going to be great. You're going to have some highs, unfortunately, on the your opponent's side as well. There's, there's really, really premium top-end cards. And I'm just hoping that Blizzard actually looks at the state of arena that's going to come up and finally, confronts the issue of discovering stuff because I think we are going to see a discover meta that is the worst that it has ever been, and people are going to going to get really really annoyed. Yesera, I would say, already pushed people over the edge, uh, but by now, people are just tired of it. It's like the reason why you don't really hear about it. As much on Arena HS isn't because people are just like, oh, I changed my mind on Ysera. It's just <laughs> like, okay, well, after the 17th thread about it, I think the mods are just like, okay, we'll just stop anyways. And people are tired of hearing about it. Uh, we're going to have the same thing with Anixia, and then we might mm. bring up discussions about Ysera but really yeah, the discussion
0: Alex is going to come back in the discussion
1: yeah dqa is going to cause a lot of problems and it's going to be discover that is the main culprit and you can ban stuff and for a lot of the stuff that they have banned that actually does solve the problem like you ban watch post that's great were there ways to discover it to generate it yeah they weren't as problematic right and you
0: couldn't do it on three
1: yes and here well there was there, there was the serpent shrine portal remember oh yeah okay. yeah that was hilarious that was a mega uh watch post but i mean that was super random that was super random um here the vast majority of the problems are not from the draft they are from being discovered so much so that unlike in many previous instances if you ask me and i think if you ask the majority of people would you rather be able it's like what would you rather leave in the game being able to draft these giant dragons or be like you know banning that and then being able to discover it uh yeah it's like let people draft these you're not gonna draft them that often uh Mm -hmm. and and then in those instances you know if they're drafting it you know assuming they don't get the god draft and get multiple legendaries and, and and have this they're only playing like won a game when they do have it and remember that's not super often meanwhile if you're able to discover it like you can have a a one run in which you are just bullying people by playing multiple high-end premium dragons per game that's just a thing it's very very possible so I, I don't know if this is something Blizzard is already aware of and working on, but they have no answer to. Hopefully, it's not something that, that they just don't care about, but goddamn, I, I, I think, you know, like, we're going to have a very, very serious <laughs> conversation uh, about this very soon, and the Arena community is just going to be very frustrated by uh, the... the the discover problem. It's always been there, but it's
0: going to get significantly worse. And they're asking for it. They—they they, There's a reason uh, Descent of Dragons hasn't been in the meta in forever, even though they've cycled through all the other uh, uh, ones. It's because it was a problem, and they got rid of it, and everybody was super happy. And uh, now, now they're going to be back. Um, I remember when... Uh, when... Um, we were, we were doing this with, uh, with Kel uh, and, and Dreads, uh, the like ranking of all the, the best cards in arena history. Um, this was... Well, did, I don't, did this win number one? I remember I was trying to make the case for it. No, twin Tyrant was, yeah, okay. was, was number one. Twin Tyrant was number one. Twin Tyrant was number one. Literally, like, the most OP card in arena history.
1: Well, uh, w- w- the way that we categorize it as well, it's like... Impact. Impact. It yeah. wasn't just... Because then it would be something like Godfrey, right? If you were just talking about power, right, level, right, it would right, be yeah, something yeah. like Sunkeeper Tarim or Godfrey. Oh, sorry.
0: Did you mean Raid Boss Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Raid Boss Anexia here. <laughs> uh,
1: so, yeah. Like, Twin Tyrant won, and now Twin Tyrant is returning in a meta in which it's still going to be very impactful, but it's coming back into a meta in which... the the top end is even more top end you have you're going to have like more ways to just be annoying and stall um now that doesn't mean like mid-range decks can't win and remember even these days the the majority of your games are they look fairly
0: normal like yeah sure you might we're get, in a weird meta these days though yeah because demon hunter is so good yes and so if demon hunter falls off in this next expansion which it may because demon hunters don't do anything with dragons
1: they uh, don't do anything with dragons they lose stuff like cycle of hatred you mm-hmm. know um it's it's very very different so yeah,
0: so like if that falls out the meta could just totally like flip
1: yeah it it could uh so i don't know i'm gonna play i'm gonna have fun um but uh i can see it get annoying pretty quickly but i encourage all of you guys to just have as much fun as possible with this
0: yeah uh here's the other thing with that with twin Tower coming back um there's literally basically like one set that's still back besides Descent of Dragons. And that's the current set, the, uh, uh, the Alteric Valley set. None of the other sets are, are modern post-core set sets. And so the power levels are very low for this upcoming meta. Like on average, they're very low. And that means that stuff like Twin Tyrant is going to dominate even harder than it normally would dominate
1: yep uh getting rid of skull man's academy is huge mm-hmm. skull man's yeah. academy uh was up and down just a a powerhouse in terms of so much initiative yeah. so much sustained so much card draw uh you know Mage scribe being a common okay everybody has cards uh smug senior and um what was it that uh the murloc rush okay yeah. you know initiative sustain broom okay even more initiative skull uh oh and all the studies as well right like yep. just so much more to discover skull is whenever it shows up it will severely impact any meta that has Skolomance in it. Because if you look at the cards up and down that roster, that set, um, it, it, it's such a impactful thing mm-hmm. for Arena. Because it just hits on so many of the powerful Arena fundamental things. And that's gone. And yeah. P- you might remember Un'Goro as like, oh, you know, this could hold up, kind of. No, And the no. answer is like, Mm-mm. The good cards can still
0: kind of hold mm. up you know like primordial drake is a b right like I just wanted to highlight that primordial drake is a b uh yeah i if don't know what basilisk is right now but i'm pretty sure it's a b also like these were dominant cards back in the day and now they're bees which were like they're good cards pick them <laughs> yeah so if you're thinking about the
1: meteors and the crackling razor maws. Uh, yes, those are still good, as in the top cards oh, yeah. are yeah. still very good. Go back, look at Ungoro, and look at the entire list of cards, and you and, and so I think you'll see. Cards. You're like, oh boy, this is this is ugly. Like this mm-hmm. is just bad. So yes, the top end cards are still top end. Crackling Razor Mall, uh, Steed, Meteor. They're still great. Oh yeah, Steed is back. Steed is back. Uh, but the vast majority of cards are not good and that will make stuff like ysera and stuff like onyxia even more backbreaking
0: Mm-hmm. yep yep exactly um like they didn't put the other sets in like ashes of outlands was the other like big uh set also had a lot of demon hunter stuff in it and then the sets from this Year like not twenty twenty two but like the year of the whatever we're in in Hearthstone right now, which is Barons and uh, United in Stormwind. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I have I just I have very low hopes for this upcoming meta of being anything resembling enjoyable for me. And I thought the previous meta, even though there was no button and had its problems, was like okay. Like, I was still enjoying Arena. I was still playing Arena. Um, This upcoming rotation... I don't know. Maybe it'll magically work without the button. But I think even if they had the button, it's just going to end up being unenjoyable. Because of Descent of Dragons and Twin Tyrant... And the, uh, the, the, what do you call those things? The explorers discovering all these legendary dragons that now exist in even more advanced forms. Like, uh, the last time we had, uh, it, w- it was just such a big jump when the new Ysera came out um, in, in the power levels of, of, of dragons. And that was not with sense of Dragons too. So, I'm not looking forward to this upcoming meta past the exploring new cards phase. But maybe they'll do something with it. Maybe they'll change how uh, discovering these legendary dragons work. Maybe they'll at least ban Twin Tyrant finally. uh, And that'll help a bit. But my prediction is it is going to get ugly.
1: All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, Anything else? I'm ready to end this. Yeah,
0: let's uh, send it out. I want to give a shout out to, I don't know, everybody, uh, our our patrons at patreon.com slash grinninggoat for for supporting us. Um, We will give a full shout out on the next episode. I just got back from, I'm still technically on vacation. Um, But we will... Uh, we'll give a proper shout-out in the next episode. Uh, I want to shout-out the mods, who uh, have been excellent as usual, and all the viewers here. We actually have a, a, a good audience for a random Monday night stream uh, of where we're just talking. All right. I'm done. All right. That's it. Until next time, this is Adwicta. This is Merp. See you guys. Enjoying the Light Forge?